Damn, Jay, you smashed it. All right, ladies and gents and ghosts and ghouls, welcome. Yeah, that's right, baby. We're back, baby. Mm, yeah, we're back, huh? Yeah? Yeah. No? We're not we're not rocking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. We, we 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 not back, man. Energy was seeming kinda crazy right there. Energy was seeming kinda crazy on this. We need a max caster rap. Yo! Yo! Fuck, man. Yo! Listen! That's a grown man, by the way, acting like a 50 Splash FM episode number. Guess what number this is? Shout out Booker T. It's the bicycle number five, baby. Five time, five time, five time, five time. Uh, I said that five times, right? All right. I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> just the. It's kind of wild the fact that, that man was a five time champion in the span of like three months, though. But. Vince Russo, baby. Well, we technically, we Booker T wasn't champion. It was GI Bro. Can you get <clears> that right first off? No. No, I can't get that right, and I won't get that right. Oh, That's very sickening. I can't believe you just said you that. You fucking with GI, bro? No, nah, man. He won't let you <laughs> know that those. He won't let you know that those reigns were short. He Facts. Was... No, he won't let you know that they lasted a day. Some of them. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> they did really. Did. Bro, they, he would win it in the uh, beginning. He would have it at the beginning of the show, lose it, and then, then win it, it back, again. I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Three times on a show, it changed hands. That shit was. And some of the that poor. Some of them. Some of them fans enjoyed it too. That poor belt, man. That poor, beautiful, the most beautiful-looking wrestling belt ever. The poor thing. Oh, yeah, that belt been through hell, man. That's not the undisputed championship. I know it's not. I know it's not. <laughs> I said what I said. IWGP heavyweight version. I said what I said. Episode number five. That's right. We've been doing this for a month now. Yeah. So. Yeah. After what me and Todd said last week, Victory Road 2011, we cooking it up. Don't you worry. We cooking right, it listen, up. All right, listen, 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 listen. For the special. I'll watch. Yes, go. Yeah, yes, go. All right, I'm caving in. I'll watch. Yes, sir. Me too. Tap Thanks. in. We're going to do a live reaction yeah. for the whole pay-per-view. It's going to be glorious. It's going to be delicious. I don't, know, I don't know why you're choosing that pay-per-view, but I'm just not going to judge. <laughs> Are you finna me now? People are gonna be listening to an hour and a half of silence. We're gonna be sitting there bored as shit watching that. Stare at the screen for majority of it. I ain't gonna be alive. I ain't gonna be alive till Jeff Hardy comes stumbling out. I'm gonna be talking through all of it, man. Speaking <laughs> of Jeff Hardy, CM Punk. I think you're a nerd. <laughs> Anything that will do will make a motherfucking superstar. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna finish it off like this. <laughs> Uh. Uh. <laughs> oh my god oh man anyway let's get into it this week nxt 2.0 that happened on october 19th we got cooked up for you we got crown jewel the greatest pay-per-view that i've ever seen in my entire right, man. life cooked up for you it was with the greatest hell in a cell but we'll get to it when we get to it we got rampage from 10 22 and we got that saturday night dynamite Lick, uh, you know what? I was gonna say something crazy. I'm glad I didn't. We was gonna have to cut this short. We also got we also got a special Bound for Glory review. Oh, brother! Ain't nothing special about it. But that's anyway. And then finally, finally, the G1 final. 
We're going to get down to that nasty, dirty business. But first, someone here was assigned the task of Superstar of the Week and Match of the Week. And since Jose was sick enough, literally sick enough, I'm never doing this stipulation again, Jose. Sick enough to assign me a specific stipulation. I went ahead and gave 566, who has not picked one yet, and it was his turn. But after this, I don't know who's going to be next. There ain't no telling. A specific stipulation. He has to pick a tag team and a tag team match. So without my get my Birdman hands together. All right, All right, Go ahead, All right, brother. Off, Take it away. I G. almost forgot today. I remember <laughs> it at like 3 o'clock. I ain't going to lie. I was you like, remember, damn. Do you remember that we was watching football because Jose, <laughs> Jose said that? Yeah, somebody me. brought it up. They were like, damn. I was like, damn, I got to pick somebody. <laughs> Which one y'all want to hear first, though? Uh, It don't matter. Do, wait, I'm, wait. I'm, I do have I'm, one question. I'm letting you pick. What, does, what up? Do, does the match and the team, are are they the same? Or does the oh, they're different. They're different. Oh, this is the first time here on the are first they, are, they imp, are, are they Impact Wrestling's greatest tag team, the Motor Shitty? Motor, motor Shitty? The Motor Shitty? No way you called them Motor Shitty. Oh, man. My favorite tattoo of all time. <laughs> <laughs> right. Go ahead and do the do, do the right. tag team and do the match, man. All right, man. I picked uh for the tag team. I picked two brothers that go by the Steiner brothers. You know, Scott Steiner <laughs> and Rick Steiner. <laughs> Ain't much to say about them niggas. This is Scott Steiner and Rick Steiner. Yeah, man. Who don't fuck with Scott Steiner and Rick Steiner? If you nigga? don't, if like, you don't fuck with Scott and Rick Steiner, fuck you. Matter of fact, especially fuck Scott Steiner. Like, come on, bro. Like, nigga, what do is it much to say, nigga? Two good wrestlers, hey, brothers, Scott, crazy moveset. I can't believe Scott looked how he did in the early 90s, and then he looked how he did in, in 2000s, bro. It's, it's, it's wild how he – the transformation was wild in, like, a five-year stretch. Are we talking about early 90s? Steiner uh, brothers or, or – Oh, that's or a good question. Or oh, what do you think? Or, no, we're not talking about no TNA Steiner brothers, bro. We're talking about early 90s, oh, man. Yeah, okay, with the, with the, the singlets. Mm-hmm. The Michigan Jackets. The yeah, man. Yep, yep, yep. It just kind of looked good at the end and towards the 90s when uh, when their heroes were in the ring. Uh, they I... were attacking briefly. Yes. I yeah. They were, they were in the Magnificent Seven stable mm-hmm. with Rick. Um, I think Rick Steiner was actually – him and Scott. Scott was world champion. Rick was U.S. champion, so Booker beat them both for, yep. <laughs> for both belts. Within a span of within a span of twenty four hours, by the way, that not even kidding. Damn, damn. Oh, bro, <laughs> I love that guy, man. I can't. I ain't got a. I ain't got a bad thing to say. Damn, about him. damn. Without you know, shitty I, um, ass. I, <laughs> I think he. I, I I think he has his DMs open on Twitter. You know, if if we he might be a good first guest. Might be a good first guest we have to have. Um, anyway, <clears throat> anyway, Steiners. It's an interesting pick. That's not what I expected from you. That's not what I expected from you at all. Oh, damn, I but my match shit. Oh, before yeah, you do that, my, a memory oh, yeah, ahead, that yeah. I can give you about the Steiner brothers. I had, I was at my cousin's house, and they had a whole, like, this was maybe, this had to be 2004. 2003, 2004, 2005. They had a whole, like, collection of VHSs, and there's random VHSs their parents would have, stuff like that. And in there is this VHS called WrestleMania The Greatest Matches, which... Is like the greatest matches from WrestleManias. I'm. I want to say it's like the first like eight or nine. Like there's matches from within those within that realm. 
It's got um, it's got Hogan and Andre. It has Savage Steamboat. It has Roddy Piper, Bret Hart, and the Signers versus the Head Shrinkers. And that was that was kind of my introduction to the Steiner Brothers as a tag team. Like I knew Scott and Rick. Like I and obviously at that point Scott's in WWE, so I I knew Scott. And that is the first match I ever seen of the Santa Brothers. And even at that age, I really liked that match. And to this day, I don't know how good it actually really was because I never went back and watched it again. But I would watch that VHS over and over. And that match. You and said the hair shrinkers weren't a match. It probably was. <laughs> that match and then the Steamboat Savage match, which obviously I'm very fond of Randy Savage. So that was great to see. But, yeah, that's my – um, Steiner Brothers memory. That's really the only memory. I wasn't live for the actual match, but that's the only thing that came to my head immediately that wasn't TNA related. But I'm not fucking oh, getting into TNA, that. TNA, a different story. Yeah, yeah, we ain't getting into that. Damn, I gotta get my match done. Okay, yep. let's get me my match. All right, for the match, mm. it's a New Japan tag match, 2018. <laughs> Road to the Tokyo Dome. Tanahashi and Will Ospreay versus the Golden Lovers. Oh, okay. Oh, oh wow. That was fire. Damn. I really have to think about that match. It just did happen. It just happened. Wow, that was a great match. That, oh my. I I forgot that match happened. It was a very great match. I know we got one. I know I know it's a, one person in that match that a lot of people don't <laughs> like, but, you know, we, we're, we're going to ignore that, that for yeah, now. It's okay. It's okay. Twenty eighteen was. And I like Kenny Omega. (laughs) 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 Unreal. That's funnier than that shit should have (laughs) been. But um It was the I think was it the last show before Wrestle Kingdom thirteen? It was the last show, yeah, and um it was Kenny Omega, the IWGP champion and his his um, homeboy, her great friend, his bestie, Kota, his bestie, basically, uh, Kota Ibushi mm-hmm. versus uh, the G1 winner that year, Tanahashi, and you the never ace. open weight champion, yes, yeah. sir, Will Ospreay. Um, I believe, um, I remember on that card seeing, um, wasn't she, I think Ren Narita had a match. Um, he probably did. Ren Arita been around. And been a I remember a specifically Evil and Sonata beating Chase Owens and Takahashi, I think, was on that show. I also Ugh. think, yeah, and I also think LIJ beats Taichi El Desperado and uh, Kanemaru. But that's really all I remember from that show. Um, I honest, do remember. I, I do remember from the match, I remember. Omega hitting a sling blade on Tanahashi, which is kind of cool. There was like there was like some Spanish flies. There was some wild yeah. shit. Yeah, honestly, there was some wild. I that think shit. it. I think it was that that one with the gift where where I think Ibushi turned around. Yes, it and, was. Uh, yes. And Osprey looked at little looked at him. It was just funny. Oh man. But yeah, uh, Golden Lovers won that match, right? Yeah. Yes, Pretty Golden sure. Lovers won. Um... What uh, what, what they call it a, a, a golden trigger? Is that what it's called? Oh, the uh, yeah, yeah, the golden trigger. The golden shot. They, the golden trigger. Yo, that's crazy. You said that. <laughs> 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 the, 
You okay? On. I think. Oh, that... I thought I, was, I, I honestly thought that was cool. Nah, like, they have to honestly, go figure, they have to go I wouldn't put it past Oscar, them. All. Right? <laughs> I wouldn't put it past. I mean, there's nothing, nothing that is wrong. With no, they, wrong they, ha no, they have a move called the Golden Shower. By the way, he's, he's oh, not I insane. Oh, I didn't know. My bad. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was wild that he just said that out of nowhere, but, um, and that, that's wild. But naming the that, that's not wild. Yeah, that's okay. I <laughs> hey, listen. If you, if you have New Japan World, I recommend this match. Uh, if you like Dave Meltzer, Dave Meltzer gave it a five star. So if you go off of that, and, it's a really good match. And Kenny Omega, I just looked it up. He sings uh, "White Christmas." So if you want to hear Kenny Omega sing "White yeah. Christmas" after the match, yes, he does. Yeah. Actually, you're right. <laughs> He, that uh, crowd was just going nuts. At the end, obviously it was pre-pandemic, and it, but that yeah. crowd was on fire. What a what a match! That's not I would have not expected that. Especially on a road two show, you don't yeah, normally man. see stack road two shows. At that, New Japan was built different at the time. They were just in insane. That whole year was insane for them. Twenty eighteen, from what I remember. Twenty nineteen. Uh, that, that, that year was very weird. In 2020, we don't get into. No. And don't anyone Naito ever. Got robbed. We, I don't know about that, but we ain't ever gonna, no one, no one mentioned 2020 to me. Don't, matter of fact, don't even mention 2021 so far to me. Some what bullshit. What do you mean, friend? This is CM Punk's back. The rest question of mark, is back. question mark. You're jobbing to me, friend. All right, so first up, my favorite show of the week. Oh, I gotta pick somebody, nigga. Hold on. Oh, who went first? Uh, you can pick whoever you want at this point. Everyone's already went. Ty went first, Danny. Ty, yep. you going again? We we start oh, cycle shit. back over. All right. Todd, In the stipulation, what stipulation? You don't have to have one, but if you want to no, add one, I'm putting one. the stipulation on them. The wrestler has to be black. I there knew that go. was coming, bro. I no fucking worry, knew no that worry, shit was man. coming, bro. Luckily, luckily, wrestling's full of black excellence, so I can, I, I can, I can pick out my favorite Bobby Lashley ECW. <laughs> <laughs> You, I thought you were going to say Ezekiel Jackson. I'm not going to lie. I thought you were going to head down that road. Ooh, I'll pick please. Elijah Burke if I have to, man. <laughs> <laughs> or you can pick the Pope. He ranked 3,000. Mm, yep. Yeah. Human Tornado? <laughs> anyway. Anyway. We're, 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 we're spoiling ideas that he might have in here. We, we got to quit doing that. That was a trend that got started with me that we are ending now. Now. Man, I changed it, bro. Was she still was Manami Toyota still in the match? Yeah, but she wasn't the she wasn't the wrestler of the week. Right? I understand if I respect it. So there you go, folks. Next episode, episode number sixty. Todd's gonna kick it off with his wrestler of the week, match of the week. Don't have to be the same, but maybe they will be. And it has to be a black wrestler. Of Delicious. the African American descent. Yes, sir. So Rocky Johnson. Hope y'all hope I ready to do your homework on Rocky Johnson. <laughs> uh NXT two on October nineteenth. The only show that WWE has that is watchable all the way through. Uh it's a good thing to have. It really is. It's a nice it's a nice thing to have. Um next week's episode, actually, for like the 26th is Halloween Havoc. So that's exciting. Oh, yeah. 
Um, Comedy Havoc coming up. We'll be covering that next episode. But first, to kick this show off, the show opens with the new North, uh, new North American champion, Carmelo Hayes, with Trick Williams with him. You know, Hayes is talking about he's only been here for a couple months. He br- he, ma- he made a breeze through the breakout tournament. That's not a pun to Tyler or nothing. Uh, and he calls himself the final boss. He said, he, I proved I'm the final oh. boss. Kind of clean, kind of clean. Spent the last two months patiently waiting for his opportunity because winning that tournament guarantees you a title match whenever you want for any title. Obviously, if you watched the last episode, you watched NXT last week. He cashes it in mm-hmm. on Swerve. Almost caught him Shane Strickland again <laughs> on Swerve. And, like, right after his match, his mm, right after his phenomenal match with Santos Escobar. He says that um, when he shoots, he don't miss. Uh, which was a funny thing. The crowd starts chanting, he don't miss, he don't miss. It was very vintage NXT. First time I had to catch on. Hayes also came out with some wild shit and said he was the leader of the new school. And he oh. has the A championship in, in WWE. And everyone else has got to deal with that. Uh, it was actually a really good promo from Carmelo Hayes. Um, I didn't know much about him until the breakout tournament. That's when I kind of got familiar with him, but... It was still a really good promo, and I like Trick Williams with them. But unfortunately, out comes the greatest NXT wrestler that has ever lived. He literally wants to be Shawn Michaels. He literally idolizes him. Oh, my God, I love Shawn Michaels so much. Johnny Wrestling. Johnny Gargano comes on out. He gets a welcome back chant. He says he lost his way. With Austin Theory on Raw, Candice LeRae home pregnant. I didn't know that. And Andy Hartwell got married. Gargano says Hayes might not miss, but there's a first time for everything, which is kind of a nice line. He challenges Hayes for the belt. Trick tells Gargano he should be worrying about um, daughter, uh, referencing to Indy Hartwell. That was kind of weird. Uh, saying that Indy Hartwell's been in his DMs all week. Gargano starts laughing with them saying his son-in-law is right behind him. And Dexter Loomis is literally right behind him. And... <laughs> <laughs> He beats up Trick, and then Trick and Hayes manage to get uh, to get away. So that was a good opening segment that they had. I, f- we, you know, we said this our, our, in our inaugural episode. Dexter Loomis is that guy. He's just he's that fucking are, guy. Are, are we gonna are we seeing Johnny Gargano back to being a face? Are we gonna get Rebel Heart back? Please get Rebel back. If you're gonna make him back. a face, you better give him Rebel Heart. This Rebel Heart! This Rebel Heart! Damn, Speaking of the end, some flavor has to... Oh, you, you know what? No, 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 no. You can get into it, man. I know what you're no, talking about, man. No, the Sami Zayn no, one. It's changed Sami Zayn, Steve. And I'm very upset. Uh, We'll get into that when we get into it, bro. Don't worry about it. Fucking Sammy. <laughs> Fuck you, Sammy. All right? For doing that. How dare you? No, man. The, the <laughs> annoying part about it... Is that this man? It goes like whoa, and then they do like the whole like, and then they go into like some generic ass theme, bro. Of course it does because WWE, we know wrestling themes in general nowadays are all fucking just, they all suck, man. They do. Wrestling themes. It doesn't matter what company it is. There's a couple good ones. There's a couple classic ones because they haven't been changed, and then there's just everything else. No one, no. Where's Jim Johnson? You know, where's the next Jim Johnson? I mean, not where is Jim Johnson? I'm sure he's at home, living we, lavishly, we happy. Yeah, we need a change. Anyway, but we'll get into that when we when when we when we get up in it. Um, Odyssey Jones beats Andre Chase. That was our first match there. So proves that Chase that University. 
Yeah. Bruce Chase University ain't shit. When Odyssey's up and up and up in the town, you feel me? Um, after the match, there's a segment with Diamond Mine. Uh, as Malcolm Bivens talks about how people on the roster always want title shots without earning them. Um, while week after week, the Creed brothers have earned them. He says, <laughs> seeing how NXT looks, looks like they're just going to take what they want. He he bring, he he says a valid point. Um, people just be kind of coming out saying, "Yeah, I'm getting a title shot," and it's yeah, just kind of happening. I mean, I mean, they they be asking for it, and yeah. the champion says like, "Oh, lol, okay." So, <laughs> so when, it's a ba- when it's a baby face, you know, I don't turn down the challenge, idiot. You I'm a fighting Goku. champion, fucking Goku. Look at your powers. This is gonna yeah. be fun. All right, man. This is gonna be a tough one. Like, oh man, move around. Anyway. Uh, which follows up into our next matchup, the Imperium, which is um, Marcel Barthel and Fabian Eichner. They beat the Creed Brothers, actually, after Bivens talked all that shit. Uh, with the help of Kashida and um, Jiro, who attack Diamond Mine at ringside. Then after where, the match... Where is the Barthel? That man in NXT UK chilling, I guess. I don't know. Or he's in progress. I don't know where that man's at. I, there ain't no telling, but this group needs him. They need him desperately. Um, after the match, they continue to fight after running out to beat up the Diamond Mine. Jiro and Kachita continue to fight uh, while Imperium are in the ring posing. And while they're posing, the NXT Tag Champions, MSK, attack Imperium from behind. MSK stands tall as hey. they are yelling at Imperium for them to try to take their tag titles to Halloween Havoc. I know what you're going to talk about. Let's, let's go. Let's get into it. Hey. People out here, MSK and do nothing to nobody. Hey, man, they being very, hey, bro, um, it's grown men out here being stands of a 14-year-old. Um, they didn't even you know, say anything bad, like, hey, maybe this uh, little girl shouldn't be taking uh, choke slams and being trained by this, it, like, it, known racist pedophile. Yes, yeah, sex, sex offender. offender. <laughs> but um, they, they were just, regardless of how you feel, they are just saying their opinion. That's their opinion. Maybe... You, uh, you just you, you don't try to get a bunch of people together to try to uh, to try to do something like this. This, this is just this absurd. Was the, I think it was her, the and, kids' parents. And and this. and here here's the thing: if you think <laughs> that they're going to listen to you by you booing someone, then you haven't watched WWE very long, have yeah, you? you ain't watch your shit. Roman uh, Reigns used to get booed that, out the fucking. And that, that's all. That's all I got to say about that. Didn't 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 the report include that like someone was like trying to like chant to like say like oh your father is dead to like yep. yeah Carter? yes yeah, they did uh, like it, it, listen, why they, they, fighting it was her, they say it was her parents it was the parents that started this shit because they didn't like the comments that uh i don't know the msk members names but one that's of them that's just said something about choke slam they brought now, that up the now i don't know if the parents obviously are condoning them chanting at someone's dead relative Probably that could just not. be someone doing that on their own but getting a allegedly getting a group of people together to hate on this group because of one man's opinion, you fighting fighting fire with fire, it, it does it. Nobody wins. Nobody wins. No one's winning doing that. And it's it's the wrestling business and any business you get into. There's gonna be some type of criticism. There's going to be something along the line. Someone's going to voice their opinion about any decision you're making or what you're doing or what you're allowing someone else to do. So just imagine if, if that's how they're reacting to that, how if, when she has, if she has her first match, 
or she makes it to, you know, one of the big companies and she's maybe she has like a bad match or people just don't like something about her. Imagine how people how people are going to voice that. So if you're upset about that, you're in for it um, because a lot of people on social media, specifically Twitter, do not care what they say. Um, behind their their keyboards. I wonder so. if they're gonna feel entitled to like, oh, we you featured our daughter in the mm-hmm. NXT product, so like you should give her a, um an opportunity at the performance center. I wonder if they'll like ever go on that route. Maybe. I hope. Um, and I, I hope not. <laughs> but at the end of the day, they don't they don't have they don't owe them that. Um, it's I my mean, last I don't... thing I'm gonna say about this, but listen, man. You grown ass man, you need to stop staying at a fourteen year old child. Anyways, you niggas are very weird. She's fourteen. I mean, y'all shouldn't be acting like this over a choke slam. Um, she, I mean, I I have nothing against her. Um, I like. Oh, I got I, no problem with the kid. It's not the kid. It's these grown ass men. It's weird, bro. It's a fourteen year. Why are y'all acting like this? This is why nobody fucks with I, wrestling. I, you niggas are weird. I like that she does her media <laughs> stuff. Um, I think yeah. that's cool. So there's like obviously there's no it will there but I that's oh, we're just gonna move on that's that's we just had to get that off our chest MSK hanging around I'm heated about it because MSK is very talented yes they're very talented they're very good and like like I said if you think booing them you think you think WWE is gonna listen to that you're out of your mind for a long one um we get a segment here from. Kyle O'Reilly and Von Wagner. O'Reilly is waiting for uh, Wagner on his bike with his helmet on. When Von pulls up with a truck, Kyle asks Von where his bike is. He replies, what we're doing today, they won't be needing bikes. They walk into the woods and do heavy lifting workouts with a tree branch. They work out till the sun goes down. While they are sitting in front of like a fire drinking beers, O'Reilly tells Wagner that they could they could do a lot of damage together. Vaughn agrees and tells Riley let's kick some ass. So that was kind of like a funny – I don't even know what to make of it, but it was very um, – very uh, – just a formation of a team, kind of like the American Alpha segment. Okay. So th- maybe that will be an interesting team. They're two very different wrestlers. I think Kyle O'Reilly – don't know how much um, experience Mr. Wagner has, but Kyle O'Reilly could – you know, I think he could help him out. Really I just well. want to know why Von Wagner looks like Bucky from <laughs> from Marvel. <laughs> why did he look like the Geico caveman? Oh my god! We go backstage to Joe Gacy, who's talking to somebody we don't see. Joe Gacy, you never know what this dude's gonna do every week. Um, Gacy says last week's match with Champa was a setback. Says the ring might not be such a safe space, but the mission remains the same. Gacy says that there's no need for violence or for anyone to get triggered. Uh, the use of these words. Gacy says he speaks. It, it it had so much potential, man, but all he's just doing now is just like... It's like on trigger. the nose. It's like on the nose. Snowflake. Like Dan Lambert Snowflake. Light. Yeah. <laughs> Dan Lambert Light. Uh, he says he speaks for the disenfranchised and will speak for everyone. As a coalition. We see the person that Gacy is talking to. It's fucking Harland. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Gacy tells Harland to take his hand and calls him his little snowflake. 
Gar- <sighs> Harlan glares at Gacy and then walks away with them. Interesting uh, duo that this two could be. Um, last week he annihilated Champa with his titties, and this week he's holding hands with Joe Gacy. Hey, what, <laughs> whatever, man, what, whatever, whatever works and gets them in matches, I'm, I'm for it. I guess I'll um, guard Kevin Owens. And after, <laughs> after that, after that we go, <laughs> we go back to the ring where Legado del Fantasma um, is standing. Santos says that Carmelo Hayes is a, quote, lucky son of a bitch um, for winning that next North American now? title. Yes. It's like AEW saying shit. WWE's word is bitch. <laughs> Their word okay. is bitch. Or if it's if it's 2000, WWE 2000, it's Triple H saying, you're nothing but a great big pussy to, to Stone Cold. <laughs> They've used that word very rarely over the years, but my God, when they have, it has been absolutely wild. Un- un- undeniably wild. But he's, <laughs> he says that Carmelo is a lucky SLB for winning the North American title last week. Santos says that he and Lady Luck will find Carmelo Hayes in the future. And he gave the mic to Electra, uh, Electrica Lopez to set the record straight with uh, Legado del Fantasma. As Lopez is about to speak, she gets interrupted by her opponent tonight, Cora Jade. Uh, she comes out on this tiny little skateboard, like before Electra even starts her promo. Skater girl, see you later, girl. <laughs> she was a <laughs> skater girl, um, and then Cora Jade rolls up and beats Electra Lopez. Actually, so a little flash pin underdog win there. Oh, another one for her. She'd be um. Yeah, she. she Frankie Monet. What is her name? Rolling right? up, yeah. Frankie Monet. Uh, yeah. Rolling up people left and right, looking like me and smack down shut your mouth or no oh mercy. God. That's what I was doing. No mercy. That's oh how God. I got. I got by no mercy until you had to fight the APA in a two on one, and that shit was that was too much for me as a child. I I couldn't do that. I still to this day haven't even tried to go back and do that. I don't even want to try it. I know Johnny tried it uh, from Le- New Legacy, and uh, I think that man was wrestling them for like an hour before he actually even. That that's, that's, stupid, not, <laughs> that's nothing I want to be a part of. Um, then we get a quick backstage segment with uh, Mackenzie Mitchell. She's with our favorite uh, duo. Can they coexist? Hmm. Tommaso Ciampa and Braun Breaker. Sorry, why, I got pronounced that. Ex- just call Braun Breaker. Please don't do that again. <laughs> Who talk about their tag match tonight against I, the Grizzled I feel like there's some racial undertones with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Chill out. Why they? Why, why he? Why, who spells breaker with two K's like that? That's sick. Uh, I don't know, man. With Rex Steiner, no. <laughs> but they're talking about their match with the Grizzly Young Veterans. Pretty good team, they are. Mitchell asked if they'll be on the same page tonight, which obviously any interviewer would ask. Which Breaker says Champa should watch his own back. Holler if you hear me. Champa brings up how Breaker's supposed to have his back until Halloween Havoc, and then he walks away, holding the belt as only. Holding Goldie as only champion. Yeah, there you go. Call it Goldie. Yes, sir. Shout out Goldie. Nice looking belt. Yeah, Speaking nice. of nice belts. It is a nice belt. I like the NXT title. Yeah, I like it better than the, that old it's one. Better than, it, oh, yeah, the boy. better. I was just going to say that. In in the, oh, man. I never realized how bad the old NXT title was until they upgraded to the new one. <laughs> it should say NXT on it with, oh. with thin lines. Oh, man. 
Oh my. Oh. Uh, then we got an NXT Women's Tag Team Championship appearance from the champs. Um, it's a singles match. Io Shirai uh, is facing Persia Parada and JC Lynn, and she wins the match. The stipulation of the match was if the winner of the ma- or whoever won the match got to spin <coughs> the wheel for spin the wheel make the deal. Uh, for the three-way tag match at Halloween Havoc, and Shirai and uh, Zoe Stark spun the wheel. As Indy Hartwell and Persia Prada look on in the ring, the wheel lands on a scareway to hell ladder match. Um, Lame-ass pun. Scareway? Get it, Halloween? Scareway instead of stairway? Led Zeppelin. Stairway to... Um, stairway to heaven, I think it is, too. Anyway, that's... But yeah, so the triple threat tag team ladder match... At Halloween Havoc. That'll be cool. I'm with it. Yeah, um, I'm going to watch the pay-per-view. Yeah, that, I'm really excited for that. It's a show, but yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. I'm excited for it. I've always loved Halloween Havoc. Obviously, they don't deck it out like WCW. I wish they I'm would. Not. I wish they had an inflatable pumpkin uh, or, or the one you Maybe they'll back. bring it back. Maybe yeah. this is what NXT 2.0 is about. Yes, bringing back, like, please. The sets like that. They 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 brought back the vignettes and stuff. And then the yeah. tombs the tombstone with everyone's name. That was cool when they did that. So bring that bring it all back. Like what they do that shit for when they did that in, in your house pay per view. Yes, I loved that. I loved that. That was great. Um, I I'm really excited for Halloween Havoc, man. I I, I can't lie. It's I think it's gonna be a barn burner. Boom boom. Some Braun Breaker on the card. I'm too. Yes, sir, damn, I'm you already in, know. Brother. Big Papa Pump. I've I, I loved how he's became he became like a draw for everyone. Like yes. literally everyone. Like he's literally like he's actually over. Like he's it's like I guess changing his name to Braun Breaker doesn't really matter, right? You want him to be his own guy. You don't want him to have to have the pressure of the Steiner name. Well, he's Braun Breaker, and eventually he'll just be Braun. Probably, I'm yeah. sure. Braun B, B squared. You know what? I like that. I like that. B squared. Oh, duh. Ugh, nigga. That's, that's Bull that's Buchanan. Some 2K shit. That's Bull Buchanan. He was B squared with, with John Cena. Ugh, God. Uh, we cut backstage where Legato del Fantasma is beating up Cora Jade's boyfriend, Trey Baxter. <laughs> They're beating the fuck out this guy. Um, Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs scare him off, though. They come in for the save. Then we have a, a new coming soon teaser for Solo Sokoa, who will be debuting at Halloween Havoc. What do we think about that, huh? Well, debut on a, a special show. They must think highly of uh, him. Is it a he or a she? He. Uh, uh, it's like the Usos. Uh... Oh, that dude. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh... Is it? Is, is it? Or, or is it? Uh, is it? Or am I mistaken? Yes, it's Sefa Fatu. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's one of the they, Fatus. Why'd they um, call him um, Uso? Why they don't want him associated? I don't know. With him? Uh, but if you don't know what he looks like, once you see him, you're gonna just, you're gonna he see. Literally, him. I know what yeah. I'm saying. They might as well just call him Uso, bro. He, he look looks just, just like, like him. him. I'm on top of Metal Beat. What if he What if he uses that song? Sitting so close, man. I want it. I want it back. To be honest, man. I I love that theme. You know when they did like, when I say oh, y'all say ooh. You know that was that was. That was uh, Byron Saxon's idea, that gimmick. 
Byron oh. Sexton has a great mind for the business. Very right. underrated commentator. His finisher don't got to do Oh, man. If you've never seen Byron Saxton's finisher, go on YouTube and look up Byron Saxton WWE finisher. You won't the, the, be disappointed. The, the, the Saxonation is what they called it, too. <laughs> the Saxonation. Man, it's, it's something, bro. I don't know. It's really unbelievable. It's not a good move, man. Yeah. but Okay, yeah. So there's the the teaser. Those teasers have actually been the tra- – uh, I guess it's a vignette. Really, more so than a teaser, but they've they've been interesting. They've been very mysterious and cool. So I like that. And then there's a hilariously unserious segment of Koshida and Jiro in the bathroom. Jiro uh, interrupts Koshida as she's trying to go to the stall, saying he's excited to be teaming up with him. Koshida tells him that he needs to be style strong. Oh. And then Jiro gets Kushida's bag and dumps out Back to the Future gear and says it's time to go Back to the Future. He puts on oh. these weird gla- he puts these weird glasses on Kushida. They touch each other's wrists and lights turn blue. <laughs> That's the segment. That's phenomenal. That's segment of the year in any company. I don't care. That's it. You're That's sick. It. Move on. We finna, we, we, finna, we finna hear about a segment of the year when we get to SmackDown. You don't have to worry, brother. That's the best segment I've ever seen. Oh. <clears throat> Speaking of segments, up next is the part that I look forward to every single oh, week for NXT 2.0. And if you don't know by now, hey, motherfucker, I'm walking <laughs> in. I got my good motherfucker. Oh. Hit him with the... Wahoo! Tony D'Angelo is in a match. How you doing, Tony? My guy comes out. Uh, he's looking great. He's wrestling Rufang, and he makes very short work of Rufang, and he hits that twisting neckbreaker that he does. Okay. I I don't believe he did the Northern Lights thingy this oh, match. He, he did Northern Lights, but that's tough. It, uh, it looked way better with the Northern Lights. Either way, you know, yay, he's over, bro. He got another win. After the match, Samantha Irvin comes into the ring to interview him about the missing producer from last week, uh, from Lash Legend. And Tony asks her if she's some kind of snitch and then goes on to swear on the grave of his great-grandfather and says he knows nothing about it. Then D'Angelo hands Irvin some cash and tells her to go buy something nice for herself and so forget about it. Hey, how you doing? (laughs) My God, this character, man. Legendary. I, I, this character is the, it's, it's so good. I. You think, you think, do you think they're making him put input or you think he's doing this on, you know, I won't, Um, I won't say it's like, you know, having. Yeah, just creative being like you go. I think it's a little bit of both. I think, um, I think. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. Obviously, when you're in the WWE, you don't get to do what you. He seems really in tone with his character. Like, he seems like he's kind of like all about it. The better he's getting at it, the more trust they put into them, which is something WWE does a lot, usually. Uh, the better you're getting with your character, the more trust you get with the company, the more you'll be able to do. Like, for example, the New Day can do whatever they want. It's building that trust over time and just pushing the envelope and whatever you're su- – making your suggestions work pretty much. If your suggestions are making the character better, then it's only going to be up for you. And I, I, I think I think he's doing well, and I think it's only going to get better. 
I'm telling you, we talked about this last episode. Give this guy some bodyguards, man. Some some people to handle his light work. Give him give oh, him God. a family, huh? Give him a capo. As 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 yes, as they would say, I'm a stable man. I, uh, I'm a faction man. man. I'm I'm gonna ask you one time to go ahead and give Tony the family. He deserves it. That'd be beautiful. Some PC goons, crossing goons up. They'll, they'll go from the Sopranos to the Godfather <laughs> just like that. I'm gonna give you an offer. <laughs> oh, you could call up um Big Sal and Rocco, Jose from uh from TNA. <laughs> just watch, just watch the anti-Italian defamation league come oh, in, trying, man. To, trying to think they're trying to yes. be offended by what. Oh God. Is. He's from Southside Chicago. They can't do nothing. Uh, but after the segment. Or after the match, and well, I guess that is part of the segment too. We cut to the Duke's poker room with Duke Hudson. Another little bit of a poker segment here for Mr. Duke. No, I don't mind them. They're not too bad. A lot of the characters in this in NXT 2.0, very, do I want to say gimmicky? Is that the word? It is gimmicky. Very gimmicky. Something that WWE's been missing for a long uh, time, actually. Very reminding me of X-Men. Don't, don't question it, just... Some of the X-Men are very in tone with their power. Uh, and some people in this show are very in tone with, with their name and their gimmick. It's the rather, same way. I, I would rather watch a bunch of gimmicky, gimm- decent wrestling gimmicky characters over. No no, no charisma and just good wrestlers. I, yes, I, 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 watch certain co- I watch certain companies for the straight wrestling. I don't watch WWE just straight wrestling, bro. No, WWE wants... Yeah, we want we want the characters with they don't have to be the best wrestler, they don't. But the the like you said the perfect amount of character the perfect amount of wrestling the perfect amount of entertainment yeah. in the wrestling, it well, that's why the fiend worked for so long. Yeah, obviously it didn't work towards if the I, end. If I want if I want great if I just want great wrestling I'll go watch New Japan. Man. Yeah, man, we'll go North watch some. Japan. Some some Japanese hey, wrestling. Some, some Japanese wrestling, man. Where it's a if sport. I want just pure wrestling. Yeah, man. I want to be entertained, and NXT 2.0 does that. It truly, I can't express enough. They don't pay me. I wish they did. It's beyond entertaining. I love it. Hey, man, you restored the feeling. I actually want to sit down and watch it. I ain't going to lie. Yes. Um, He beats some random guy at poker and then says to the camera that the poker room is always open. And Hudson says it doesn't matter if it's the ring or the poker room. He's He is the house, and the house always wins. I thought that was a nice line. If, you, if you're into poker, that's... Pretty clean, pretty clean line, man. Um, I'm this. a little blackjack guy myself. You wanna play twenty two? Alright, hey, <laughs> yo, <laughs> no, we're go- we're gonna watch that event one day too, man. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yes, yes, oh. yes. It's on YouTube, yes. I think. Yes, yes. <laughs> I can't wait, y'all. Y'all be ready. The tenth episode special. It's coming. Raul Mendoza and Joaquin Wild uh, beat Brooks Jansen and Josh Briggs. Obviously, early in the night, that little bit of beef. And then they come out and they have a match and they beat them. Legado del Fantasma beats them. And, and then right, we're supposed to have another match coming up next year, but right before the match between LA Knight and Grayson Waller, where the winner gets the host Halloween Havoc. <laughs> Dumb stipulation. <laughs> we get another dark segment about him, a series superstar who will be at Halloween Havoc. Hmm. The big dog, Dakota Kai. We'll be, we'll be waiting for you. Don't Don't worry. Why, is she, why, why did she get? I don't know. I don't know if it is Dakota. Me and Todd. It probably is. Me and Todd are just assuming. I assume, I assume we also get a segment backstage where Carmelo Hayes is yet again 
is on my screen. I'm not mad about it. My black brother. Uh, but Carmelo and Trick freaking the fuck out looking for Hayes' North American title. It's been stolen. There is a locker that is lit up and covered in spider webs. Where there is a drawing by Dexter Loomis. <laughs> the paper says... <laughs> The paper says Hayes and Williams have to visit the haunted house next week to get their title back. <laughs> Trick tells Hayes he doesn't like haunted houses, but Hayes tells him he wants to get his title back. I cannot wait to see that. Oh, man. This this gimmicky Halloween stuff is too fucking good. Uh, I said it at the beginning, I'll say it again. Scary. Like Scoob. I love me some Dexter Loomis, man. It's delicious. I do too, man. Uh, but we'll come back to Grayson Waller in the ring with L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight beats him, and he's the host of Halloween Havoc. <laughs> Nothing really important comes out of the match, but L.A. Knight's going to be constantly on your screen at Halloween Havoc, and that's not a bad thing. It's that's not a, bad a thing. good thing. We fuck, we fuck with L.A. Knight. Shout out Eli Drake, whatever page. you want to call him. We go to the ringside where Vic Joseph and Wade Barrett, Nova the Phoenix, announce that the spin the wheel make the deal. Stipulation has been added to Imperium versus MSK. Hmm. Interesting there. You know uh, who this wheel shit, you know who you know who work this is? Yeah, man. That's fucking Bruce Pritchard, Yeah, man. man. What the hell is he the doing? The raw roulette say was hitting, bro. It was fucking hitting. And then we have our um our main event here. Main event matchup. Braun Breaker and Tommaso Champa beat the Girls with Young Veterans. In a pretty pretty good match actually. I like Braun Breaker getting his reps in. You know, he looked really good coming off of this one, heading into Halloween Havoc. What the fuck? No joke. <laughs> I don't know who's gonna win that match. It probably will be Champa. I think it'll be Braun Breaker. But I wouldn't be shocked if it was him. Yeah, I think it's Braun Breaker. After the match, Breaker's in the ring while Champa takes his NXT title and is on the ramp. Breaker signals Champa to get back in the ring. Then they do a little face to face for the final before Halloween Havoc. Next week as the show ends. Just a little side note here from Shad. What has been announced from WWE, uh, this Halloween Havoc's match card? Uh, we're going to have the reveal of the Mysterious Superstar. You know, the Fatu, as we'll call him. Lashing out with Last Legend, uh, Halloween Havoc special. The NXT Chag Team titles with the spin that we'll make through the stipulation. So uh, I don't think we're going to have the stipulation until next Halloween Havoc. I think we'll find out right then and there. The women's tag titles with uh, Io Shirai, Zoe Starks, Indy Hartwell, Persia Prada, and Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. And the scare way to hell. <laughs> God, they're so punny. Ladder match. And you see a women's title with Raquel Gonzalez, Jose's favorite. Big mark. Yeah, Rose, Big right? mark for Raquel Gonzalez. Jose, tell him all about it. No, I don't think Jose, Jose is the <laughs> He's Come lying on, on my name. No, I wouldn't okay. do that. I wouldn't do that. Uh, she'll be taking on Mandy Rose with the spin the wheel make the deal stipulation. Go, Mandy, go. The spin the wheel make the deals on that one, too. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing all of Toxic Attraction with gold. But, you know, we'll see, obviously. There will never be Undisputed Era. I just... <laughs> something... <laughs> You're right, they'll be better, man. Absolutely right. Something about an all-woman stable, I like it. It's so different. It's good. And then, obviously, our main event, NXT Championship, Tommaso Ciampa against... Braun Breaker. And then that's NXT 2.0. Very good show. Very good send-off show. I dug it. Low I thought key, it was great. Low-key, I like how they're putting Braun Breaker out there week. Yeah. Week out of, out of week by they, week. Uh, they're slowly 
if they don't already have trust in him, they're they're gaining it weekly. He's, that's he's why gonna... that's why I believe that he's probably gonna win the title. They're and I wouldn't they're be building mad. it around him. I wouldn't be mad. I yeah. wa- I wanna hear that Dallas Last Lund Hennessy Ron Breaker, you know? That's what I'm trying to see. The face of NXT two point Oh, up next we have Crown Jewel. The results of Crown Jewel here in Saudi Arabia. The Mohammed Abdul Arena. <laughs> Todd before the show for no reason, just saying the name. It was beautiful. Yeah, I don't know why you said that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, it was awful. Uh, there's a kickoff show for Crown Jewel, of course. Caleb Braxton on the kickoff show announces that Roman and Brock's Universal Time match is now no DQ, along with Goldberg and Bobby Lashley's match being false count anywhere, as if it already wasn't no holds barred. So why would you have to add that in there? It should already be involved in that. But that's uh, I, I guess because like they changed like the Universal Title match to no DQ, like ah, yeah, <laughs> shit. <'Cause, 'cause laughs> it, it was a reason for that one. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. Unserious company. I don't know why they do contract Although signing. No, no, no holds shit. barred should just be. Anything goes anyway. Okay. See, when I was a kid, I always thought that No Holds Bar was like a normal match, except that like rope break was just not a thing. When you say the name No Holds Bar, do you know what comes to my head? Yeah. Vince and, McMahon and like, with a black lead pipe beating people. I don't yeah. know why. He's never done that. He's never like, done I feel, that. I feel like you can rework No Holds Bar to be like, where it's like it says, no holds are barred. Like you're allowed to use a dirty shit, but like you're still are disqualifications if you use weapons and shit. I yeah, or like, like if they grab the rope, there's no five count. There's no holds yeah. barred. Yeah, like that's that's tough, brother. Tap yeah, it. Yeah, I feel like I feel like they can rework it, but it's just basically a no DQ. Yeah, match. there's like nine different no DQ fancy names now for those. The, the no hold bar is a falls count anywhere now too. Don't yep. forget that part. Yep. And it's like how some most triple threat. Fatal four matches no DQ and then there's some that DQs happen. That was very random when they started doing that. Yeah. I don't, I didn't know when that started. Um, I, I knew it was kind of always a thing, but they never made it noted. It just kind of was just like, yeah, here it is. And then to fit storyline narrative, sometimes there'd be a DQ. But we're gonna start off the kickoff match here. It's a non-title match between the SmackDown Tag Champions, the Usos, facing the Hurt Business, Cedric Alexander and Chilton Benjamin. I'm glad the Hurt Business is back. Can't stress that enough. Usos beat them. I mean, you know, they're the Usos. It's nothing too fancy. There's fine match. Nothing too crazy. Um, Usos just beat them. And then the first match of the main show, which shocked the hell out of me, uh, is the Hell in a Cell match between Edge and Seth Rollins. Um, the greatest Hell in a Cell match I've ever seen in my life. And what takes it? What takes away from that? What makes it not that? The Hell in a Cell is still red. That's why. That's why it's not. It was the hell. If the hell in a cell wasn't red, it would be. I, w- I wonder when people are gonna acknowledge the fact that Seth Rollins and Edge had perhaps the feud of the year. They also had the one of, if not the best WWE match I've seen this year. Uh, uh, like Roll, Roll, Roll. Edge, Edge is on like a whole different level. Like. Him, Daniel Bryan, when they came back, they just, like, were on a whole different level. Like, CM Punk as well. Yeah. Uh, but out of all the people that's, like, returned in, like, from their um career, would-be career and in injuries, or, like, I guess, like, CM Punk wanted to, you know, leave the business. Yeah. I feel like Edge has had the better year. Yeah. Because he's just been having banger match after banger match after being match. After that, like, very disappointing WrestleMania match last year with Randy uh, yeah, Orton. Yeah, after that, 
it went into a full gear because he had his greatest wrestling match ever match with Randy Orton. And that match was, no joke, it was really good. <laughs> like, it was really fucking good. And then, accomplishment-wise, I mean, my God, the guy made him in a WrestleMania. He won the Royal Rumble. He's... He's he's a he's one of the biggest storylines of all the big fours. It is great. Um, it was absolutely an amazing match. It without the cell being red, it's one of the best Hell in a Cells, if not the best Hell in a Cell I've ever seen. Um, I want if, Seth Rollins to be acknowledged for the wrestler of the year he has he has been. He has been he very ain't good. No wrestler of the year, man. You know what? Todd? I'll vote for him, Todd. He's not at, Todd, it. at the end of the year, it's in two months. We'll have our own. We'll ho- we'll host our own annual awards. All right, and and well, we can. Jose, you're gonna acknowledge a drip god. Listen, <laughs> you gotta realize how the wrestler of the year is is done by the niggas. It's by accolades, man. Yeah, well, well, ours is gonna ours is gonna be different. We're gonna do the 450 oh, splash. Gonna be different. We're we're gonna do the 450 splash awards, even though we haven't done this podcast for a year. It doesn't matter. Okay, we're gonna make this an annual thing. The splashies. No, I'm just kidding. We're not calling them the splashies. Oh, brother. <laughs> we're gonna have our our yearly awards. Even though we haven't done this for a year, but the year's coming yeah, to an Seth end. Does It'll be fun. Niggas do be playing Seth Rollins. Niggas said Will Ospreay was better than Seth Rollins. You niggas was lying, by the way. Want that to be known. <laughs> that was rude. Niggas whole face fucking lie on the internet. You rude. niggas just be lying. Um, but to get back to the match here, uh, I believe it is the end of the feud as well. But Edge uses yeah, Rollins' curb stomp into steel chairs to win the match. Very, very good ending. It was an amazing match. I ain't even the biggest Seth Rollins fan. He, but th- th- he can, that nigga can wrestle. I'm not gonna lie. He, he's my least favorite out of the Shield. That nigga can wrestle though. Yeah, and I think, I think, Ed, like Todd said, Edge, Edge being in there with someone who, um, who, who at least gets it. Like you may not think. The highest of Seth Rollins. He might be the best wrestler in the world to you. But for most of his matches, he kind of gets, like, he kind of gets it, like, in terms of, like, the storyline and selling certain things. Like, his match with Triple H, was it the best match? No. But for months, we believed he would, when when Smojo attacked him and he hurt his knee and might miss Mania, everyone fucking believed that. His Mania match, his knee was hurt the whole match. He it was double braced up. I mean... He at least he at least gets if his if he's given a good enough story, he can at least give you that, and that's what WWE lacks so fucking badly. Uh, really sad to see that feud end. I really liked it. Excited to see where Edge is gonna go next. He on Raw, man. Because he's on Raw. Ain't, ain't, ain't nothing exciting, so. Yeah, I'm man, sorry. and not like we're gonna be watching that weekly. So no, yeah. fuck no. Wait. Yeah, he is. So yeah. Seth Rollins. Yeah. Seth Rollins, yeah. yeah they both yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, but they're, I'm pretty sure that feud's... I'm pretty sure Monday Night Rollins. Rollins is back, baby. Yes, sir. Oh, fucking God. Up, <laughs> up next, we got the hometown hero, Mansoor. Manny Faberino. Shout out, Manny. Beautiful soul, Manny is. He wrestles Mustafa Ali, uh, and he beats him. He beats Mustafa Ali because he is literally Saudi taker. No one beats this man <laughs> in Saudi. The streak lives on. After the match, Mustafa Ali attacks Mansoor. While he's beating him up, a masked man comes out to attack Ali. And it turns out the masked man is Tareg Hum... Hum... I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Um, Hamidi? Um, Hamidi, Hamidi? Um, yeah. I do, But I do know that he literally was in the Olympics. Like, I knew... Yeah. 
even before go, this. No, yes. He got disqualified in the finals because yes. he actually KO'd his opponent. Yes, yeah. yes, I knew that about him. Um, and forgive me for not being able to pronounce his name correctly. Now, you know, he kicks Ali in the head, and knocks him out. It was really cool. It was insane. I got a really loud pop, also, um, which is always good. Next match: RK Bro facing AJ and Omos. RK Bro retains the tag titles because Matt, Matt Riddle came out on a camel. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say RK retains because Matt Riddle came out on an effing camel. That Randy Orton's face when he came out absolutely priceless. The face for his ass, oh, by man. the way. Don't, don't you ever? It's garbage. No. Bro. There is no Randy Orton slander on this podcast. You like an anonymous mask. That's the facial for the anonymous mask right there. That shit's garbage, bro. He does whatever he wants, right? Uh, nah, shit. Um, he really do at this point. And then I'm actually crowned the inaugural Queen's Crown. Uh, Selena Vega beats Dewdrop. What about that? Selena Vega, huh? Turning it around. For all, you, for all you people that were talking shit about Zelina Vega not winning, then she's won something. Now yeah. you niggas can stop complaining. Yeah, quit complaining. I... I, I, I got a I got a small rant to make here. Go ahead, go ahead, bro. The theme of today's episode has been complaining about wrestling fans being shitty. Yep. I'm gonna continue it. Go for it. Listen, well, she she was happy about winning it, man. And all I see on Twitter is oh. like, oh, lol. Yep. I know WWE gave her a victory with the government that killed her father. Like. Yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> I see that at all. Like, what are you niggas talking about? Why man? would you bring that up, man? Like, I'm glad you said some fucking weirdos. I, I don't. The worst thing about being a wrestling fan is dealing with other wrestling fans. Honestly, like, there's so many bad apples. Yeah, on Twitter, I mean, and most people I interact are fine. And, but man, is there? I mean, it's, <laughs> but it's every you know, like we were talking about earlier. It doesn't matter what you get into, any sport, there's going to be those people. And yeah. it's unfortunate that people are so like this. Um, not to bring it up, but, you know, when, when Roman Reigns' brother, unfortunately, you know, passed away and he wrote that nice message on Twitter, people were in the comments saying, I wish it was you. Why? I, well, All just, over some oily niggas half naked in the ring yeah, hitting man. each other, by the way. It's just like... You you go you gonna run up to to fucking you gonna run up to uh, Chris Pratt and say fuck you Starboy you you ruined no literally you're same not day. you're not gonna do that so why are you doing yeah, it to bro. these people? Anyway, Selena Vega wins. It, it's I'm glad she won. I love Selena Vega. I think she's really good. She heads up to the stage where she waves her scepter. Bunch of power going off. She has fireworks all around the arena. Side note here from Shad five six six. This is for you. Uh, the total amount of every Queen's Crown tournament match, including the final, which was the longest, being didn't 5 go, minutes didn't go and 50 20. seconds. It didn't, go, it, didn't, it didn't go back 20. Yep, go all the matches right, were a total of 19 minutes and 25 seconds. Shame. Let's hey, hey, too. Okay, hey, we appreciate, we appreciate the effort. Okay, Asshole. it's been put in. Okay. Whatever, man. Moving on from that sour... Congrats, Lena Vega. You you deserve Congrats, it. Congrats, Selena Vega. Yes, you do deserve it. Happy um, for you. In the now no holds barred false count anywhere apocalyptic death match between Bobby Lashley and Goldberg. Um, Goldberg, who does not murder him, 
beats Bobby Lashley after spearing him off the fucking stage. I literally screamed this, when he did that. This <laughs> is the best Goldberg match in yeah, like fucking forever. This is the best Goldberg match I've ever seen in my entire life. You clearly haven't seen him against Scott Steiner. Yeah, that was a good <laughs> they, one. Too. They had for for no reason <laughs> in WCW's dying days. Scott Steiner and Goldberg had a great match. Dude, Scott Steiner, ended. Scott Steiner in the dying WCW days from 2000 2001 was so fucking good. Not, circling back to the beginning, it was a good match. Jokes aside, Goldberg Bobby Lashley was a good match. Not the best Goldberg match I've ever seen, but it was fucking good. And I was and I'm happy it was good. SummerSlam was shameless, so uh, yeah, yeah, very shameless. He, honestly, he he was very giving to Bobby still, even though he won the match. So I give that to Goldberg. Most guys want to go out there and get their shit in; they want to be over. Goldberg still made Bobby. They had that crazy spot. Still made Bobby look strong. Love Bobby, so it was fun. Um, I, I don't, I, I feel like that's the end of the feud. I don't know how. You, you cap that off. Maybe they do something on Survivor Series. Goldberg finishes the job and kills him for good. Yeah, Goldberg <laughs> literally, literally fucking stabs him 30 times uh, at, at the Raw one day. His son is kidnapped or something. His son, his literal him. actual son, by the way, that is literally his son. And if you don't believe that. Is that is not his son, bro. Please, what is wrong other... with you? <laughs> he doesn't. Okay, okay, I can't say he doesn't have another one. But that's, that's... 2016 to now is a very long time. Oh, God, <laughs> especially, especially for a kid, he was like 13, he was like 12. I'm telling you, go look at yourself at the start of middle school. Then look at just, then look at yourself the freshman year. It... I look the same. No, no you did. You look different, bro. Somehow you were bro, taller, I probably. probably you. I, can more defined. I can find you my eighth grade year, my eighth grade yearbook right now, and then give you my senior yearbook, oh, and I will grade. be different. My person. my haircut was in. Sh- I had the Takamichinoku haircut in eighth grade. I was in shambles, brother. Oh. This is crazy. I was bro. literally growing facial hair in my senior year. It's a it's a big difference. Like four five years is a difference for a kid. I literally, I literally was ugly as shit. From middle school to high okay, school. Okay, man. What's wrong with you? <laughs> anyway. Uh, you guys, but I was always good looking, but must be nice. let's keep it pushing. Must be nice, man. Anyway. We crown a new king of the ring. It's Xavier Woods beats fucking Finn Balor. Oh, my God. That was such a good match. I'm so happy for yeah, Xavier. I cannot believe it actually fucking happened. That's the one thing Xavier Woods wanted, man. All I wanted king from the ring. Well, that's all I wanted from from this show. Yeah, that's all anyone should have wanted. And after the match, Woods walks up to his throne celebrating how he is now King Xavier. He sits on the throne with his crown as he announced as he is announced as King Xavier. He waves his scepter. Power goes off, just like Selena Vega. And I'm really excited to see what he does with the King of the Ring. It's gonna be awesome. Can't wait. I hope he has his own ceremony. Fantastic. Yep. I'm happy for him. Made me happy, made me smile. Nice. Um, and then right after that, we get right into the WWE Championship match. Um, can they coexist? <laughs> Not today. No. Big E hits the big ending to retain the title against Drew McIntyre, beats him clean. Um, big meaty man match. slapping big, big meat. Meaty, yep. <laughs> big meaty man slapping. Very physical match right there. I was very yeah. entertained. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I believe that's his second defense, right? First one against Bobby in the is cage, it, right? I think, I think, yeah. Yeah, you're right, actually, yep. 
I have a feeling that it's gonna be great rain. I hope so. I think it will be too. I think it'll be better than Kofi's. No offense, Todd. Um, Kofi's was the heels book strong, so that's all I can ask for until the end. But so it's, Brock, okay. it's, know, okay. yes. it's okay. Keep, yeah, it's okay. It's Brock. It's Brock. Sorry, it's Brock. Yeah, Brock. Um, up so. next, we have the triple threat match for the SmackDown Women's Championship as Becky Lynch retains her title after beating Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair after rolling up Banks while grabbing the rope. You sly dog, Becky. Hey, shout out, a hey, Bianca Belair star. I'm on my own. Against the wall. That 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 spot where she held um. Yeah, I was gonna get into that. She held up. Was it Becky? No, it was Sasha Banks. She held up one arm. Yes. Red. Yep. A lot of you you don't see that shit. Not nah, man. many people can't do that. Um, How old is Belair? Um, Thirty two. Yeah. Thirty two. Yeah. I thought she yeah. was. I thought I she was younger too. She's handling. She, she's handling. Thirty two. Well. <laughs> oh. She's handling. <laughs> no, she's. She's handling where she as she's where she's at her career. She's handling especially and especially with having you know with Becky and yes. Sasha now in the mix and now Charlotte. She's 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 getting oh, up boy. there. Becky she's and Charlotte. She's getting up there with those names. It means Charlotte Flair Hogan. No, oh, we'll get into that. We'll Ooh, get into please. That. <laughs> it's not scheduled on here, but I was gonna get into it right after this next match. I was gonna I was gonna do an audible. Yeah, she is though. Uh, she her match with Sasha at Mania was so fucking. It was good. It was good. Yeah. That she did. The, she did the spot there where she presses her and walking up the stairs. Literally, what the fuck? That's just that's 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 adorable. I, I just nigga. know she be slapping Montez Ford around, bro. I just know she be she be throwing his ass around like a pinball when when he makes. Wish her, her with me. <laughs> 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 Fuck, all right, all right, you know what? On, on that note, it, uh, time for the main event of the evening. You know what it is. Universal Championship on the line, the most valuable belt in this company. And not because of the belt, because of the man holding it. Sorry, Carmelo Hayes. Um, and the now no DQ match, the Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns, the leader of the bloodline. The man who puts food in my mouth, clothes on my back, and a roof over all right, my freaky, head. freaky, man. <laughs> Retains the Universal Championship after beating Brock Lesnar. Beautiful. After the match, the bloodline of Paul Heyman, uh, they, by the way, they did, they helped Roman <laughs> during the fucking match. Yeah, Usos are hitting super kicks, Paul Heyman going crazy. Yes. Which is totally fine with me because he's a fucking heel champion. And after this, he's going to boast about how he did it. He beat Brock, blah, 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 whatever. Acknowledge him. It's going to be great. They're all three or all four on the stage of Bloodline, Paul Heyman and Roman. On the stage with Roman as he raises the title as Brock looks on while down on the mat to end the show. Uh was a good I show. I wasn't a fan of the ending. Yeah. The, the, the match, obviously, but it's obviously got a reason. I'm not gonna be yeah. a mark about it, you know, be like an idiot about just, it. I, it's obviously hope, a reason. Probably want, gonna be another match at yeah. WrestleMania between the two. Or Survivor Series. I want them yeah, to be Survivor Series. Well, maybe. I don't know if they're gonna do the brand thing there or not. You, in my opinion, more likely than not, you cannot go wrong with Roman and Brock. I don't think. I think. Uh, when done uh, right. Uh, when done right. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. They're they're, 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 ca- they're capable of having great matches with each other, but for some reason, like 
they'll just like it's it's hit or miss in the weirdest way of like they'll just nah, fucking weird. When the niggas actually wrestle, the match should be perfectly fine. What, what, what mania was that? When they was in the ring to do the finishers? WrestleMania 34. I, was, I remember yeah, Roman's like mouth was like split open, right? He was yeah. gushing that night, dude. Uh, on uh, that WrestleMania, I don't remember that fondly because it lasted like seventeen hundred hours. It yeah. felt like. I really hope the main that was stick the two oh, that was the, from the, here the, on out. The only the only highlight of it that I remember was uh, Miz, um, Balor and Rollins like yeah, triple the threat. That was the opener. Yeah, and um, what was it again? The freaking oh yeah, Kurt Angle, Ronda Rousey. Yeah, just circle back to that Seth Rollins match. He came out as a White Walker. Yeah, that's yes, fucking awesome. Back when people liked Game of Thrones. Yeah, well, don't say nothing. Five Six Six still and Jose still have yet to watch it, which they yeah, will yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I already know the after, answer because you niggas was, was sorry, cooking bro. it on Twitter. It don't, it don't matter. It don't matter. <laughs> I know, man. I'm still. It won't take it. away from it. It's, it's, I know it won't take away. It won't take away from the first like five seasons of it. Okay. But yeah, and I yeah. It, when done right, the great, great two. Ro, what Roman's Roman's best, Roman's best feud rival. Roman's top rival, I think. To me, that that's just my opinion. Okay, so careful with opinions. All right. I would say AJ Styles personally. That's yeah, fine. AJ that's Styles fine. too. That's fine. I can't even hate it. But um, just want to real quick get into Charlotte. That doesn't work for me, brother Flair. <laughs> <laughs> I think, man, she's just trying to force her way out, bro. That's what you're trying to do. Look. Hey, man, Rick ain't never did this. Rick ain't never look. did this, bro. This shit is top-tier comedy. This shit one of the funniest things I've seen ever happen in wrestling. Um, um, shameless. But. That's that's all I wanted to say. I just wanted a quick show. She had a that. point. She got a good point. The title swapping is dumb. I don't know. This is stupid. Because why do you have brand-specific belts? Yeah, like I said, just rename the women's titles, man. But see, I'm surprised that people are talking about it now because they did it last year with like the Street Profits and New, the New Day. But there was no problem with it though. Yeah, they didn't they didn't cry or nothing about it. They just swapped belts. Said good luck, good luck. That's it. Yeah, but I knew I, I had a feeling somebody was going eventually not like it and. The belts get on TV are confusing and because when you go look at the title history for the belts, it's fucking confusing. Yes, yeah, Listen, if it, if you got the, I just think if you got the Raw Women's SmackDown title, I mean Raw Women's title, you should be drafted to Raw, so you don't have to do this. It's stupid. Stuck with the lineage too, because yeah. then let's say let's say Sasha's the champion, then you give it to Charlotte. Charlotte really didn't beat Sasha, so no. it's not. It doesn't count as a title title change. Here's an easy fix. Here's an easy fix. It's so simple. You have one on one brand, one on the other, okay? One of them you call the WWE Women's Championship. One of them you call you yeah. you call the World WWE World Women's Championship. Yeah, kind of like how they had it back in with the, the day. With the tag titles. Like, with the tag titles. You Why had the WWE the tag, titles? tag team titles <laughs> and you had the World like Tag now? Team titles. <laughs> it's not that hard. Your fans are not that stupid. I mean, but that ended up screwing up with the lineage of that because, like, they ended up, like, it having did. when they combined it. Like, it was uh, under the WWE Tag Team. Yes, if championship. You, you, lose the yeah. title. Just lose the title before the draft to your second best. Yeah, too. Yeah, or just like, like, like their lineage. If you Wikipedia the, the raw tag titles lineage, you're gonna get so fucking confused. It's it's awful. Kind of, it's, it's kind of wild though that like now the reports are just coming in of like 
Charlotte's just basically become two thousand uh, like nineties Hulk Hogan. <laughs> the, there, the, I saw a report today. Don't know if it's true or not. I just saw the headline. The, no one right now wants to work with Charlotte. Like after that, people are like, man, I wouldn't too. When was the last time that she put somebody over, man? Rhea Ripley in the gutters <laughs> because of her. It's wild, man. And I'm you not know, saying she's like she she's getting to that Tessa Blanchard territory. I'm not she, saying she's she literally. She's literally won every fucking thing. I just don't know what else do you do. Here's with the thing. Here's the thing. Here's everything. the thing. Here's the thing. She she gets released. She goes to AEW. She have that little buzz, and it's not gonna be. Like, I'm sorry. Like, she's talented, but she's not what Ric if, Flair. <laughs> if you think if you think she's gonna work, if if whatever with the lock, if this if, if it's true what the locker room says is they don't want to work with, what do you think the women in AEW gonna do? Not yeah. work with her at all, or wherever she goes. If she doesn't go there, maybe she goes to somewhere else. It's like, I mean, I I get what she's saying, but. You don't have to, at the same time. You have so many reigns. It, to you, it should at me. To me, at that point, it'd just be a belt. It's just a belt, man. Trend, though. Yeah. This, this, she didn't she have to throw that belt down. I, 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 I do like that she was like, "Well, it's gonna make me. It's gonna make my reigns suck." Like, because I feel like people don't care about their reigns, but it. I don't know. It's it's you're handing it to Becky of all people. Just, Becky's, just hand the belt over. Becky's man. Becky's one of your best friends. At least for a, a point in time. Very stupid. It's a very stupid. Uh, it's it's very childish. It's just. I gotta protect yeah. my squad, brother. No, nothing. <laughs> nothing would hurt her. Is she that Charlotte? Work for me, She's Charlotte. It, it, it just the whole segment just screamed awkwardness from the get go. Anyways, the, the, it it really kicked in when she threw the belt down. I was just like, uh, the only thing that would have hurt her is if. What Jim Heard wanted to do with Ric Flair, she cut his hair and called him Spartacus. Like, if you do that with Charlotte, it's the only thing that would have... You're like, you can't hurt her. She She's like the most untouchable woman, man. Like, it's fine. Anyway, I just wanted to throw that little tidbit in there. Um, we're going to get into AEW Rampage from 10-22. The results here show open to the first bracket match for the AEW World Title Eliminator Tournament. Why did I, why did I almost go into Excalibur? Right there, what the fuck? Um, uh, Orange Cassidy beats Powerhouse Big Ol' Willie Juicy Hobbs uh, to advance. When will Powerhouse Hobbs win a big match? Uh, I, he will. He I, will. I thought the ending was a good way to to not kill off Hobbs by just, like, knocking him out with that dumbass I, fucking... What? Well, I, just, I just feel... I don't think it was Hobbs' time. I think because if you have Hobbs winning and then you got to... You got to face him against Moxie. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be a good match, but yeah, I think it just I, makes more sense to to have Orange face. Moxie I I think match. this tournament I, is to get the most popular names they can yeah. to face each other. I do wonder when it's going to be like Team Taz's time because, like, honestly, dude, like they never win any big matches. Yeah, I really mm. feel bad for them. They're bring yeah. Hook, send Hook. Hook. Hook is the savior. Hook, um, Hook. Hook Hajime, but uh, after the opening match, we go to Tony Schiavone, who's in the ring with um, Penta, Pentagon, as translator, Alex. Penta sees two fans in the stands who have the same masks that FTR had last week. He goes up to them and yanks their mask off, reveals just two regular fans. After he does that, FTR comes from behind and attacks him. They beat him up until Pac comes out and chases FTR away. 
that's not even the funny part is that Alex uh, Alex Abrahamson got got fucked up. Yeah, he, he did. Got, he rightfully up. so with his goofy outfits. He, he he he. I think he got a couple of receipts. He yeah, he did. Totally, I think. Yeah, like, he did. What, like you're gonna get worked here, kid. Yeah, brother. That shit uh, was funny. Then Doctor Britt Baker beats Anna J. Pretty, pretty okay match. Pretty fine. That was solid match. Yeah, for sure. For sure. No problem. I mean, Anna J. Anna J. Still, you know. But for for like, an Anna J. match, I I love her and Ty Conti as a team. So for sure. I, no, thought, but I, Anna, I thought she did good. Anna J. Anna J. Will bring it, and then you know Britt Baker is Britt Baker. So it was a good match. I enjoyed it. And then after the match, Britt continues. Uh, she wins with the lockjaw, and then she holds in. And won't let it go. Ty Conti comes out to make the save, yep. and then and then Baker and her it. yeah, and then Baker and yep. her posse dip on out after. Yeah, she she holds the title up. So that's um, Jamie Hader. Sounds sounds shut sounds up. like she's gonna be the next. Shut up! Shut up! You know what, y'all y'all fantasizing over Jamie. You know, what? hey Rebel, I got you, girl. I got you. All right. Respect, brother. I'll 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 take I'll take it I'll take it. Um. That sounded weird. I didn't mean anything by I'll take it. But anyway. Uh, the main event, Pac, gets his win back on Andrade El Idolo. Wasn't as, a rubber match wasn't, wasn't as good as their first match, I don't think. Maybe I'm a little biased because I was there. Still fine. Yeah, and I mean, you, you have that right. You have that yeah. right. Yeah, you did. You I did watch that better. You watched, did watch that match. Um, just a little biased. You know, it's just my opinion. It's whatever. Right after Pac gets the pinfall, the lights go out, and Malachi Black appears. He sprays him with the mist. That shit was very random. Uh, and he and Andrade beat up Pac. And then out comes Arn Anderson. And he does the gun pointing towards both of them. Cody comes from behind while looking at Arn and attacks both Andrade and Black by himself. Cody has a steel chair. He's waiting to smack the fuck out of Malachi. But Malachi ducks out and runs away as the commentators remind them that Rhodes Black 3 is set for tomorrow night on Dynamite as the show goes off the air. I really hope they don't run that whole Glock Anderson thing to the ground. <laughs> it's great. They need a shirt. They yeah. need a shirt with Arn, a cartoon of Arn holding his Glock. Like, like Yosemite <laughs> Sam, <laughs> but <Yeah>. Arn Anderson. <laughs> you know what? Hey, why don't we do that? Why not us, man? But um, it's interesting with this Andrade and Malachi's uh call it a union. Yeah, I thought the Undertaker yeah. popped up. I ain't gonna even lie to you. Um, but it's interesting though. I and it's like once I think once Andrade and Malachi debuted. Um, obviously, if you look, if you look at Andrade's theme, uh, entrance theme name, it says "Killed the Messenger." I think that's the name. I think Malachi translates to the Messenger. Hmm. I forget what. So they were they were destined to be like tied together but it's just interesting with him and with with cody and pack and yeah and and wb they i'm pretty sure todd can vouch for me on this they had their little segment in wb in a feud right todd yeah and then when he was alistair and andrade and then there's the obvious that they have ties to selena vega yes yes Andrade and Malachi there. Black have had a lot of great matches together, so I'm hoping that like if they do feud together, it'll just be a good. But like that's a feud, like because we're gonna get into it. Like that's a feud. Like I don't know who like should go over because now, 
Malachi Black's kind of in a weird spot. Yeah, for me, we'll yeah, for me, yeah. feuds. For me, feuds are not about who wins and who loses. No, no it's for just sure. for how good of a how enter, how can you entertain me? That's, That's yeah. fair. That's fair. Now, if, now, if, it, now, if it. If you're personally like uh, who wins, who loses, who goes over, and that's fine. Like, there's I'm not saying anything well, yeah. against it, but to me, that'll never. I, I mean, I would say special occasions where I might be like, well, that doesn't make sense. Except for Naito, he got what he fucking deserved. Um, some senses <laughs> that doesn't make sense, but said that. <laughs> Sorry, I just, I just wanted a little nuclear heat. I wanted a nuclear heat, bro. Whoa. I wanted some nuclear. You heat. said that. Okada, Okada till I die, man. Alright, man. But yeah, obviously there's certain cases where it's where it's different. Where I care about who goes over, but it's not really very, very often. Unless it's like one of my favorites or something. But uh, uh I think you guys I'm gonna, gonna get it too detailed when 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 we talk about it, but uh, it, uh wins and losses don't matter, but it depends on how to it depends on how it ends. How it happens, yes. Yeah. There you go. It, it, it depends it, on how it, it ends. Flagrant, something flagrant happened Saturday. I'm going to get into it. No, nothing Ooh, flagrant yeah. happens. Everything goes how it should have gone. Don't worry. Question mark, question mark. You're jobbing to me, friend. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's one of our – someone pull up the picture. Pull up the Cody picture, the black and white one with the um, – Oh, talking about with all the um, um, M- M- K in the background. Yeah, and and, and Malcolm X. Yes. Care what? What's in Spider Man when the old people carry him off the subway? Carefully, he's a hero. <laughs> <laughs> That's Cody. That's Cody. <laughs> um, Saturday Night Dynamite from ten twenty three, which was yesterday. It's I having Saturday Dynamites. I hate. I, it. I, I fucking hate it. I didn't watch it because of the Braves. That's okay. That's okay. Don't worry, because I got the rundown here for you. I watched the main event, though. Got the rundown here for you. Well, you have it in front of you, too. I don't know why. Um, the opening <laughs> of the show is the second match of the World Title Eliminator Tournament to Brian Anderson and Dustin Rhodes. What a f- fucking weird match. Who? Whose dream match was this? They kept talking about this as a dream match. Who? Whose uh, dream match? Uh, this and Dustin Rhodes is he's still good, you know. Yeah, but, but I mean, Goldust, Goldust in ninety nine in the nineties. Okay, fine, whatever. It was a good, a it was a good match, opening but... match. No, it wasn't for. terrible, but fifty year old Dustin. This, that's a dream match. Is crazy, by the way. That's yeah. a crazy thing to I, say. I think Danielson took a pile driver from the. He Dustin did. Yeah, thought. he did. He dropped him on his dome ski. Uh, but believe funny. it or not, in shocking fashion, Brian Anderson beat him to advance to the next round of the tournament with his theme song. Of course he did. <laughs> Todd, uh, anything you want to add about the Dustin Rhodes pile driver to Daniel Bryan? Man, I know oh, you. Man. I know no, you remember no, that. Don't bring him to New Japan, please. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know you remember that elimination chamber. I want to see the matches, man, but I don't want to see the circumstances that lead afterwards. I know you remember Drew Gulak, man. I thought he was dead. I thought he killed. I thought he killed him. No, that, one, no that one's German? gonna stop him, man. He's, oh, gonna, he's yeah. gonna. He, he won't stop himself. He's not gonna stop himself. So somebody has to intervene. Go ahead, Vince Man was the only one that could keep him tame. Uh, we cut the backstage with Kenny and the Super Click. Um, yeah, I called him that. Defund the elite. Yeah, the elite. <laughs> defund, you said defund the elite. <laughs> Find the elite, bro. <laughs> Omega talks about next week's match with Hangman and the Dark Order, who are scheduled to face the elite. 
Omega mentions how he knows Hangman more than anyone else, and if the fans knew him as well as he did, they would be chanting coward shit instead of cowboy shit. Nice. Not even his best nice. his best promo this year is when he looked at Christian and said, you think you know me? <laughs> 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 Fucking, oh, okay. Then we get a vignette of FTR talking about the AAA tag titles from the, uh, that since they took from Lucha Bros last week. FTR claims that they are the best luchadors of all time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the vignette cuts to Pinta and Alex, and they talk about how they attacked his brother, and that if you want to play it dirty, then so will we. While vowing revenge is coming, Alex in a way scared you, brother. I don't know what are you. What are you trying to say right now? <laughs> well, meanwhile, he has a bruised eye in in, in this. Because he got his receipt. Yeah. FTR replies by saying that unlike um, Aubrey Hintes and the Lucha Bros, they don't sell wolf tickets. Uh, Shad in a in a disclaimer here says, I looked up what wolf tickets are. What I found is that the meaning is threatening behavior that isn't followed up by action. Okay. I didn't fucking know that, so thank you for that. Must be some sort of insider term. Maybe. Insider term. It's like when Edge called FTR. It's like when Edge called FTR by their real name. What do we know? We're a bunch of marks. Hold on, yeah. Why did you yell inside your turn like this? <laughs> hey, Meltzer here, bro. Todd Meltzer. Todd Meltzer. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that made me sweat, bro. I got a headache from that. <laughs> what? 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 Inside our turn? Why are you yelling, man? <laughs> Because oh, it's man. an insider term, bro. It's like it's like Edge calling FTR by the real name in the segment. I'm, I'm I was so confused. I was like, who is that, I was like, nigga? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what the nigga talking about, man? Oh man, why did he say that? No one would have got that. Oh, Hell no, the Davis, whoever brought that shit up, niggas on Twitter, yeah. nobody would have. I think like Sean Ross Sapp or whatever, but still, yeah, I would have never yeah. fucking gotten that. Uh, we cut back to the ring of Tony Schiavone introduces Sting. <laughs> That's how he be saying it. Don't laugh at me. That's how Tony says that shit. Schiavone asks Shivone, Shivone. Why is his name spelled like that? Asks Sting if there's an update on Darby Allen, who hasn't been on TV lately because he got beat up by those. <laughs> Those men in wow. masks oh, yeah, a couple right. weeks he's ago. Right. Yeah, we Some still haven't figured it out. Who we still are haven't that? figured out who the mask is. Who the fuck? Did AEW Who's just Mister America? AEW. <laughs> 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 We're gonna have a lie detector test next week to determine who the fuck is Mister America. <laughs> I am not a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that was SmackDown at its peak. I don't care what anyone says. Roddy Piper and Sean O'Hare and Vince I'm trying to find out who oh, Mr. America is. <laughs> it was it was it was so obvious who it was. It didn't no, even take no, a lot it wasn't, to man. Turn, no man. one knew, bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> anyway, we don't know who these mysterious men who attacked Terry Allen were. But before Sting can even reply, MGF's music hits. Now comes MGF to thrashing booze. Before his, before that even went, they are, were already fed up with this shit. They knew he was going to come out and call everyone mid. Um, He addresses the Orlando crowd by saying they have no class and solve their problems with gun violence and incest. Jesus. Gun violence and incest. 
Um, he then tells Sting he's not a good person because he isn't there for his friends. He goes on to say that because Sting wasn't there, Darby is in the uh. same place Sting's old pal Lex Luger is in a wheelchair. Yikes. I didn't hear that either. Yeah. So, like, uh, MJF has taken Max Caster's gimmick word for word, bar for bar, by just going <laughs> as far as he possibly can go and seeing where he gets <laughs> there. Until Tony Khan pulled a plug on him and spin him. Here's the happen. thing with what MJF said. As someone who's been watching WWE 2000 lately, Luger has fucked Sting over so many times. Like, I don't think MJF really realizes that. Like, the last time they were together on live TV, Sting beat that man because Luger, Luger literally, I'm pretty sure, tried to kill that man. Him and him and Kimberly. She, she ran over David Flair, too. But you know, it's whatever. What, whatever. That's here nor there. It's still, still a wild thing for MJF to say, despite how. Ironically, we talked about Lex Luger last episode, by the way. That's fucking weird how that, how that works. Still fucking wild because anytime MGF's in the ring with someone, he's he just is like, all right, well, I'm going to fucking insult. I'm going to deep cut you. Darby, that's why your uncle died. Or uh, Brian Pillman, your mom did meth. That Eddie isn't up there in heaven. Oh, Eddie's no. down there. And how oh, I, I love how I love how he had to like add in like and how yeah. like we didn't like we didn't understand yeah, he, he know what was going Vin, on. Vince, Vince made him say that wild shit. Yeah, he definitely made him say that. Anyway, after that, Sting decks MJ after saying that shit, and then out comes Wardlow. And is and wait, wait, it gets better because play it loud. The chairman of AEW come out to help him. The Pinnacle beat up Sting. It's Sean Spears beating him with a steel chair. Then MJF yells into the Ryan camera. Spears said he wanted his CM Punk match, and he has not gotten it. It's probably for the better, though. No, it's not. Don't you ever say that about the chairman. Uh, MJF yells into the camera that Darby will always be second best to him and that he's the past, present, and future of professional wrestling, which is, like, one of his catchphrases now. And, yeah, Sting got his ass beat. Put through a table, bro. Yeah, man. Clean that man up. That that's stem cell doing wonders. He's going through tables now. But is he gonna take another <laughs> buckle bomb? I know that nigga back was I know his back was hurting after that shit. <laughs> he gonna take another buckle bomb. You know that. Uh we get a quick backstage segment with the AW women's champion Dr. Britt Baker, D M C. Uh she says the exact same promo that she always says. She's the baddest bitch in AW. And then she has to say a cuss word as well. So she says she'll beat Ty Conti's ass at full <laughs> gear, or she'll defend her title against her, and that's pretty much the segment. DMD. <laughs> she, she she ain't the baddest bitch. I that am. belongs to JB Hater, but. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. You're transparent, aren't you? Yeah, man. <laughs> Up next, we got a first round matchup for the TV. <laughs> Seeing that written down is way funnier than it was when I seen the belt. <laughs> For the TBS Women's Championship Tournament, Ruby Soho versus Penelope Ford. And you guys aren't going to believe this. Ruby Soho wins and advances after beating Penelope Ford. Shocker, I'm, I'm just as shocked. She won on a roll-up, did she not? You're pretty sure, yeah. yeah. Fucking uh, school, boy. Next round, she will face Chris Statlander. Um, oh. Hmm. Yeah, after the match, we see Bunny uh, alongside 
penalty forward going to attack Ruby Soho when Red Velvet, who's facing Bunny in the first round, comes up to even the odds, causing Ford and Bunny to leave the ring. We cut to a backstage segment with MJF along with Wardlow and Sean Spears because they haven't been out enough. Wardlow wasn't happy with MJF after throwing him to Sting last week to where MJF gives Wardlow an accountability buddy, which is Sean Spears, and runs off. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So they're pretty much together now, I guess. Oh. We have another match here. Um, and boy, was it a thrasher. <laughs> because Bobby Fish squashes uh, Anthony Green. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Anthony Green. I wonder why. Why, why is Bobby Fish... Yeah, uh, very what? quickly. Like, he, he very quickly... Uh, Gets rid of old buddy. Why is, why is after the match, so much TV time. I don't know. Man. After the match, Fish continues Bobby to Fish tackle brother. him. He's a draw. He continues to tackle him, and CM Punk comes out and makes the save, and Bobby Fish runs away. So why, we're going to see Bobby Fish versus. Why is Why is Anthony Green and CM Punk friends? Uh, whatever. Um, next, we we get a quick segment with the new tag team of Leo Rush and Dante Martin. <laughs> Leo puts <laughs> Leo puts Martin over while yelling that they got a match next week on Rampage, or wh- while yelling while telling him they got a match next week against the uh, Seidel brothers, greatest oh, tag team that ever lived. Yeah. Um. Uh, in the next tournament match for the world title. Oh boy, Eddie Kingston and Lance Archer. Um, Eddie Kingston beats Lance Archer, but during the match, Archer shown to land. On his head, uh, we got almost compressed his damn neck in we, that damn we ring. We definitely bro. had a, a scare. Uh, it was definitely a shoot. A lands on his head, gets checked on by the doctor, and then Lance Archer is able to roll back in the ring just to get pinned. Uh, after the the show ends, he tweeted that he'll live and that it could have been much worse, which is true. Um, definitely don't want. Anything bad to happen like that, but that was definitely. Um, uh, wow, while watching that, so many times, while watching that, I was multitasking and I definitely stopped what I was doing. And I was like, "Oh, wait a minute now." Up next, everyone's favorite segment: um, the American Top Team with Dan Lambert, Five Six Six's favorite man. He loves him, Dan Lambert. Heading to the, the ring. <laughs> they insult the inner circle. Sammy Guevara comes out. They go back and forth, but Sammy says he'll give. American Top Team's Ethan Page a title match next week on Dynamite. Damn, Sammy's reign really finna be short, See, ain't it? <laughs> the thing about Dan Lambert the thing about Dan Lambert is that like this city that I'm in happens to be particularly the worst city that I've been to this week. He's literally uh, pulling uh, it. That was what that's what Scorpio Sky did in SCU. This yeah. is the worst town. <laughs> it's just taking Scorpio's gimmick and keeping it alive. So next week on Dynamite, Ethan Page versus Sammy Guevara. This should be fun. Ethan Page has the tightest tits in the game. Uh, what? Smile. That's what he says. That's what he says. He does say that you're right. My bad. Don't, I'm not flagrant. He says he has the tightest tits. I believe the man. Right? He's not going to brag about that and not back it up. The stipulation for the match, though, is if Sammy loses, not only does he lose the TNT title, but he has to leave the inner circle forever. That so, nigga winning there. What, what yeah. type of stipulation is that? If Sammy wins, he gets to decide which three members of American Top Team they face at full gear. 
The segment ends with men of the year attacking Sammy when Hager, Santana, and Ortiz come out to brawl with them, and then Lambert, man of the year, run away. I like the name men of the year, by the way. It's very funny. It's actually not funny. It's a fine name. And their whole time challenge was them. Yes. In magazines. It's phenomenal. Wait for the sky. My ego going high. (laughs) Ego, (laughs) ego, me and my ego. All right, it's enough of that. Fucking hate that song. We get a segment of John Moxley talking about the world title uh, eliminator tournament and how he vows to win the whole damn motherfucking thing. The commentators bring up after the promo that Moxley will face Darts 10 next week. Why is he facing? Weird ass tournament, man. Weird ass tournament. Why? Why is 10? You know what? Uh, let's keep it pushing. Uh, we get a backstage segment with Hangman with a dark order. He says he plans for the. El- he has a plan for the elite and mentions how next week is Halloween. He mentions getting a costume, but he'll never reveal which costume it'll be. Hmm. Next matchup we have here: Jungle Boy annihilates Brandon Cutler while he's in the jumpsuit. After the match, Jungle Boy says he's still ready to fight and calls out any of the pieces of shit. There it is. There's a, there it is. AEW's a shit company. WWE's the the bitch yep. company. Uh, in the elite to come out, no one comes out as Jungle Boy, then locks Cutler with a snare trap submission. Finally, Adam Cole comes out. Cole says he'll fight Jungle Boy right now, but then they just start fighting. Nobody's going to come to save. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to get a nice yeah, fight man. here. Uh, no, we're not, because the Young Bucks jump Jungle Boy as a super click, annihilate him, and then throw him off the stage, and he does his best Jeff Hardy impression. That was a wicked bump. He, just, wicked let, bump. he just smacked the floor like... It was crazy bump. That shit was kind of dangerous. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> and then following the death of Jungle Boy there, Miro gets a quick vignette about getting impatient with God and he's ready to be champion again. Good. You simply we, go challenge the nigga there and we, stop sitting in the... You know what? Let me use the He's a champ with these promos. Those promos that you... you yeah, this is where he's a champion of. These are his best Hell. promos of his career. Hell yeah. And then we got the main event here. Finally. It's finally time. Mark Henry would say, it's time for the main event. <laughs> this week, Tony did it. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, Malachi Black versus Cody Rhodes 3. Interference during the match was a fucking nightmare. Arn comes out, Andrade comes out, Pac comes out, Brock Anderson comes out. Cody beats Malachi. He gets his win back for America. You took it all away, but you gave it all away for him to get his freedom. Oh, man. Like Cody is all bloodied and battered, and he's Hashtag celebrating with keep booking in the flesh. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, there was, awkward, there was a weird moment in the match where they were both outside, and Arn was in the ring the whole time. Like yeah. it was like for five minutes, and I was like, "What Arn doing in the ring?" Yeah, like uh, I'm Cody... sure he's staying away of the of staying away from the conflict or yeah or the action, but it was just so weird. This whole storyline is weird. Let's be honest. You know, I'm I'm sad because like. Early AEW, Cody was one of the highlights for me. Like, every segment that he was a part of, with, like, the whole MJF thing, the whole Chris Jericho thing, like, all of that was so great. But, like, ever since, like, there's something along the road. Yeah, go, go. Ever, yeah, wait, yeah, wait. Go, go, yeah. ever since, he's only gotten better. 
I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, and we're gonna be moving on here to Impact oh, nah, Bound we for not, Glory. No, we're not, we not, we not moving on. I'm not done with this. No, he getting cooked for what he's done. He can't get away with this. It was shameless, bro. He shouldn't have won this match. This match shouldn't even happen in the first place. This shit shouldn't even happen, man. Yeah, the, the match ain't ended. even all that good, bro. The crossroads through the table looked bad. Then, then, then Cody Rose in there, no selling the black mask. He got yeah, hit with the move, fell on the rope, then got back up in like five seconds and threw, did something else to black. I forgot what he did. I'm pretty sure he punched him through him. Kissed him in the mouth. Bro, but yeah, bro. Like why, bro? Like what is what? What's the point? They ain't even no outcome for this bullshit. What's the outcome of this? I guess they're not gotta, going a fourth time. I guess we got to tune in the next Saturday's Dynamite to find out. They, like it's, it's on Wednesday, but yeah, that's what like, I'm mean, sorry. It's good, but like, what's the outcome of this shit? Like, you made this man lose. You not turning heel. And he's not what, gonna lose. What, what are we he's, doing? He's not gonna lose steam from this. Let, let's he's not gonna lose steam, but it's just like, what's the point? Oh yeah, still no point. This, man, this shit just pointless. I was just staring yeah, at the screen. This nigga just wanted his. He was horny for that win back. That's what it he was. He needed that win. He didn't. He needed. And then he's gonna go backstage and he's gonna be like. It's an ego boost. That nigga just wanted his win back. That shit was garbage. Oh, I ain't got two on your head. You're he jobbing to me, friend. <laughs> he got two on your head, Cody. Facts. Anyway, I don't like this shit. Impact Bound for Glory <laughs> took place over the weekend. I didn't see. I didn't sign up for this. Oh man, you didn't sign up for Bound for Glory, me either. Before the show kicks off, uh, we have a Hall of Fame induction for Awesome Kong. I like the impact. Has been around long enough Shout that they Scott. they can have a Hall of Fame. It it I really always forget how long this company's been around and been the fact that they're not dead. Yeah. Uh, before that, O two. It's impressive the company isn't yeah. dead yet. Awesome Scott. Kong gets inducted by Gail Kim. Very nice speech. Love Awesome um, Kong, bro. I think there were there were there were times where the only thing the only thing I looked forward to was Awesome Kong trying beat up whoever the fuck she was facing that week. And it was entertaining. The true well. women's revolution in America. Yep. Um, I'm just going to go over this briefly because I fucking hate the name of this title. Um, on the match, on the pre-show, we have a match for the Impact Digital Media Championship. Jordan Grace wins it. Um, <coughs> that's all I got to say about that. Awful so name I for the belt. Shout out Jordan Grace. She's triple crown. Shout Big Mom Pump, man. I think um, I think I think it's that kind of dope that they having the full matches on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very interesting. That's for fucking. Wait, sure. what? They got what on Twitter? Hold on. Like, I think I think the qualifying matches, if I saw it right, uh, they are having qualifying matches, and the qualifying matches were posted in its entirety on Twitter. Yep. On Twitter and watch a match. I, I'm pretty sure Jordan Grace might wrestle with the belt on Twitter, like the belt full matches might be on Twitter. I don't know. I don't know for sure. Whatever. Scott Demore is a creepy wild man. Why did I say creepy? I didn't mean creepy. I meant crazy. Good lord. I apologize, Scott Demore. Uh, and then we kick off Bound for Glory. In the opening match, we have a tag team match for the Impact Knockout Tag Titles of the Champions of the Decay, which is Rosemary and Jessica Havoc, face the Inspiration, which formerly known as Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, now known oh, as Jesse, Jesse McKay and Cassie Lee. And I almost called my comics the inspiration win the match and the new champions. That's fine. Uh, that, I, I love the I that, loved the iconics. I I love them too, but it's very TNA. 
That's very okay. Very TNA of them to like have like the former WWE people just kind of come in and yeah, win the titles they immediately. They, they never shy away from who they are. Too. They never shy away from who they are, and that's okay. <laughs> Next match is for the vacated X Division Championship, which will be decided on triple threat match between Trey Miguel, Steve Macklin, and El Fantasmo. It was a pretty good match, actually. Now, one specific nigga ain't winning that match. Uh, the winner was Trey Miguel. Yeah. That's really good. He just, he just won the match. Nigga. Goofy voice. Goofy ass voice. Goofy ass rascal. What the fuck's a, yeah, what the fuck's a rascal, though? What's that taunt you do with your nose, man? Anyway. <laughs> you, man. Yeah. Congrats. Exhibition title is an awesome belt. It is. So. It really is. It doesn't, it, it, it doesn't look title. awesome. It doesn't look awesome. None of the belts in, in Impact to me look good, so it doesn't really matter. But to move on, uh, up next is Heath and Unknown against Violent by Design, which is Cody Deaner and Joe Doring with Eric Young. Before the bell can even ring, Violent by Design attack Heath. The Unknown partner comes out during the match, and it's Rhino. Wow, he hits oh, the oh, gore. Rhino. And Heath and Rhino beat Violent by Design just like yes. that. Up next, Rhino my... Rhino escaped the shackles of that. Yes, dark. he did. He, he did it. Now they're back together. Up next, uh, my favorite match of the night. Um, and you'll see why later. The Call Your Shot Gauntlet match. Thought it was an interesting idea. I really did. Um, the participants were Chris Saban, Rocky Romero, Madman Fulton. Oh, I expected somebody to say something when I said Rocky Romero. Uh, Rahit Raju. Your soul. That's what you wanted, man. Time. <laughs> uh, why did you call for it? Sorry. <laughs> I was. I was. I, I, I was. was Rocky. Um. <laughs> Rapongi 3K 3K 3K. Oh shit. Rapongi 3K 3K 3K. Um. Anyway, Rohit Raju, Tasha Steeles, Ra Rachel Ellering, Savannah Evans, Johnny Swinger, Melina the Demon. Johnny Swinger. Brian Myers. Demon came back. Yeah. I can't Demon believe it. I forgot about that scene at all. He did. Uh, Brian Myers, Matt Cardona, Laredo Kid, Sam Beal, Rich Swan, Ace Austin, Moose, Eddie Edwards, Alicia Edwards, and W. Morrissey. That nigga wrestling pants and Tim's, by the way. I want you to know Mi that. The, mix the second mixed gender match of the night. <laughs> kind of wild. They just be doing this, don't they? They just be doing uh, this. Imp imp Impact Wrestling, for its credit, is this normal about, like, intergender wrestling? Like, they they, they don't even, like, bother, like, nah. promoting of, like, wow, this is this intergender wrestling. They just kind of, like, just do it. Yeah, and they're just, like, they're wrestlers, whatever. Uh, Moose pins Matt Cardona to win and earn a title match whenever he fucking wants. Very interesting there. Moose is uh, pretty much the final the final boss I got in this company. He's insane. Uh, after that, we're not, and he, yeah, he was so green. He was so green when he started. I remember him in Ring of Honor, man. Oh yeah, and then he just got better and better, and then he went to Impact and kept getting better and better. And I'd better. love to see him in AEW, WWE, New Japan. I'd love to see him. Oh, yeah. I want to see him wrestling wrestling those top tier guys. Because I think he can cut a scathing promo <clears throat> when asked to. Um, and he can back it up in the ring, too. Especially when he was Impactable Champion. He did this stuff with Rich Swan. You, you, that, that's, all, that's all the info you need right there. His promos are great. 
After that, we have a triple threat tag team match for the Impact World Tag Titles as the the devil's on my seat. Come on, the Good Brothers defend their titles against Chris Bay and Hikuleo and Finjuice. Um, the Good Brothers successfully retain their tag titles as if anyone free me, free, did. free me from the shackles oh, of the Good Brothers. The they just don't have the sauce anymore. You don't, you don't, you don't like Rocky Ramirez singing his heart out on that song? Oh. All right, all right, man, my bad. <laughs> I sold my soul. The devil. They still have a soft spot for me. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna betray them. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm shitting on them niggas. It's time, bro. Make them niggas lose the belt, bro. I'm sick of them niggas, bro. Um, then we get. At least they don't be on AEW no more. So, <laughs> please, thank God. Then we get to the Impact Knockouts Championship match between the champion Diana Perrazzo. She goes up against Mickey James, and the winner of the match and new Knockout Champion is Mickey James. Yeah, Hardcore country. Hey, man, people, people, people were talking about how WWE didn't use her, and then she won the belt, and people were mad that she won the belt. I don't get people. Wrestling, Wrestling fans, fans contradicting all the time. Um. <laughs> and then we have our Impact main event for the world title as the champion Christian Cage faces Josh Alexander. Shadow wrote with a load of horseshit that Josh Alexander won. Um, but hey, man, uh, it was the right call. It was. Yeah, yeah. Josh Alexander yeah. is really good. Um, happy to see him win the world title. After like, the match, Moose uses his Call Your Shot trophy and earns a title match right now. And then we have him versus Josh Alexander, and then the show goes off the air with Moose as the new Impact World Champion. So you're telling First me before I get to that shitty ending. Did they just watch NXT 2.0 last week and just copy that? Is that what happened? Yes, they did. Let me tell you. Let me, so you're telling me that Josh Alexander used his option C to give up his X Division title to get a world title shot, won said title shot, and then lose the title at the end of the paper. Yes, that's just down bad. That's that's the impact dumbass shit. Well, the match first off, the match was good. Before I shit on the end yeah, of the it was show. Good. Um, I wish, obviously, Christian Cage, you know, good wrestler. I like Christian Cage. I wish he would have got the, the Kenny Omega rub, but, you know, Christian Cage still cool. Then, they, you know, they brought the family into the ring. He celebrated with his, his wife and kid, you know, cool moment. Then I, thought, I said, thought, I thought that. that's what made it good is he's celebrating, and then Moose said, I don't give a fuck about you being in there. The Impact the shitted on everything they just did and made everybody yeah. fucking upset. And now Moose is the Impact World Champion. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure Josh me. might run it back. I think Impact still does rematch clause stuff. I just don't. I don't. That that no. Outside shit. I can't even find words. That shit was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's Bound for Glory, the biggest show of the year for Impact. Ending hey. was ending was really weird. Um, but all in all, felt like a big show from them. Um, as big as I guess as big as it could be, they had they had a, they had a good amount of people there watching. They had a live crowd there. Yeah. So you know, interesting. Interesting. Very interested to see the fallout from this. So. Yeah, I I don't watch weekly Impact Wrestling. Um, if a pay per view match intrigues me, I will tune into the pay per view. I really wish Impact Plus had like all the Impact episodes because it would be. You can go on YouTube. It's on YouTube now, man. I don't I, think they have Impact I Plus no more. Um, it's like five dollars. Yeah, it's it's not the worst. But and then you you get to watch the live Impact show. It's like for like a buck or something. Now we're gonna go ahead and go into the the wrapping up here. 
It, it saddens me. The wrap-up of New Japan Climax 31. The results uh, to determine the B-block winner for 10-20. Yoshihashi, 6 points, beats Chase Owens, 4 points. Hiroki Goto, 6 Good. points, beats Tamatanga, 6 points. Fraud! You fraud! You went in late when it doesn't matter. You fraud. Tai Chi beats Hiroshi Tanahashi. Salvages anything. Uh, salvages anything. Uh, tai Chi because Tai Chi was just down bad at the end. Um, Evil beats Sonata, and uh. then the winner of the B block, baby. Where's my coin? Kazuchika Okada beats Jeff Cobb. So our final is Shout determined. Shout out to Jeff Cobb, man. Jeff Cobb had like he was the number one on a bullet like G1 climax like star. Yes, of it. Nigga should be the leader of the United Empire over that the other bitch ass nigga. But you well, know. you don't like elevated. You don't like it. That's not his team anymore though. So. Oh, <laughs> Okada might have won the might have won the block, but Cobb was the MVP of the whole. Thing. I hope. I hope. I hope. New Japan moving forward gives a lot more to Jeff Cobb and Zack Sabre Jr. I hope that they like Please just let him get a US title. They, well, you... they 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 need that like they need the US title belt in Japan, man. Just change the name of the stable to Saber Goon and, and keep it pushing, man. It's eventually mm -hmm. gonna. It's probably gonna be Taishi Goon, but yeah, yeah either way. Saber Goon sounds sounds cooler though. I want a shirt. Um, and none of what you guys said even remotely matters anymore. No one gives a fuck because Kazuchika Okada beats. Kota Ibushi to win the G1 Climax, which means Kota will not become God. Uh, the New Japan has the worst luck, uh, like, of the okay, past two years. Before we get into the negatives, nigga, hold on. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get in positives. Let's get in positives here. Positive. Cassiori Shibata came back. Sh Shibata is my favorite dude of all wow. of New Japan. So, so... So Zach Zach came out first, and I'm like, okay, and he kind of looked dressed, and I'm like, is that what he wears? Is that his street clothes? No, but he come he's coming out like he's gonna do some sort of shoot like some shoot training, and then and then Shabbat is being, and I'm like, what the fuck? What the hell is this? And then he comes out all freaking, all fucking ponytail, wrestling, getting dressed, go ready to wrestle shit. The crowd makes a vocal noise. The Japanese crowds can't even make vocal noise. They yell. They yell. Oh, my God. I felt like I was back in, like, in G1 2019 or something like that. <laughs> then I, it was just crazy. And then and then Charlton, Chris Charlton, the one of the commentators. Oh, brother. And then he was just going, he was going insane. And I was going insane with them too. It was, I'm sure a lot of people. Yeah. Shibata. We miss it's fucking. We miss, it's, I miss Shibata. It's Shibata, man. One of the reasons it's I Shibata. even one of the reasons I watched New Japan, <laughs> I even started watching was because of him. He, he he was that dude. He was that dude. Now immediately when he came back, Twitter was calling for him and Brian Daniels and I said, "No, how about no?" I would pay any amount of money to see that match, but of uh, uh, my my moral sense as well, just kind of telling me like, hmm. Mm. <laughs> You're pushing it. You're pushing it. Yeah, my, my moral sense is saying no, bruh. If, it's nice to think about it, but you're pushing it because they're gonna want to. They want to go to the limit. Yeah, I don't want to see another headbutt thrown because they. Brian Day yesterday asked for one, knowing him, you know he don't got no good sense. He, he's a wild person. 
And then Shibata said at the end that the next time you'll see him, he'll be in ring gear, ready for Hopefully he beats Kenta's ass. He needs his revenge. And when the U.S. Book it, New Japan. And Wrestle Kingdom. Wrestle Kingdom. Book, it, book it, New Japan, Kenta versus. Book it, Gato. Shibata. I know you're listening, Gato. Yeah. Book it. Yeah, Gato, book it. I know you're you listening. Book it. You need that, man. And then at the main event, bro. That, that was crazy. That was I really did what feel like final. it was about to get into second gear before, yeah. like, the yes, Phoenix Yes, yes, you felt yep. that. Yeah, I felt yeah. that, too. Yes, for sure. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, I can I can just say simply, boy, this G1 delivered. Yeah. And, and when, when, when I say... When, doing Phoenix Flashes. When I say, yeah. <laughs> when I say delivered, so many emotions. Lows. A lot of lows. Matter of fact, so many fucking lows. Bunch of highs, though. No, I agree. But I what agree. a tournament. What an absolute Hiro- tournament. Hiroki and- Goto was responsible for many of my lows, not gonna lie. Chase Owens, you will pay. And, <laughs> and, and, and you, Dro, just messing up the whole shit from the just from Oh the beginning. my god, you reminded me of that. <laughs> Naito getting hurt. Yeah, Naito getting hurt again, man. Greg Odin, man. In shambles. He's Greg Odin. Fix your knees, man. Come on, we love oh, you, Naito. We need get, some tim- get some stem cell research done to your knees, brother. God, right. you need to find a way, man. Ray beat. Yeah. Oh, God. This whole G1 just stunk of evil. Just you, 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 Smoke. when you think Smoke of this. like a skunk. You think of this G1 climax, you're going to think Okada won, Naito got hurt, and Cobb had that run, and then evil to Schwartz's point. And then evil ruined it, yep. Anyway. Evil entertained my viewership, man. Ruining my um, days, bruh. G1 was fun. Um,. I enjoyed it. It's our last consistent discussion of New Japan um, until the show coming up soon. Power Struggle, November yep. 8th. Um, which, um, next, it's it's like two episodes away. So, yeah. um, I'm sure we can still fit in a lot of the, the, the aftermath of the G1 and things like that for the next episode too. So, we won't... We won't be shying away from from New Japan at all. New Japan is a core product of of, of our happiness. Um, we'll 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 cover some Will Ospreay running around <laughs> with the title. <laughs> oh yeah, Will Ospreay running around with a fake belt. That nope, now promise you niggas. You know, you know he he you know he was on a Jericho cruise. He um, I don't know. Oh, he on that cruise? Yeah. He wrestling? Yeah, he like apparently, like he, he probably uh, like I saw a photo of like him. Uh, Orange Cassidy. <laughs> oh, yeah, if you're on cruise, you wrestling, dude. Yeah. Marty Scurll begging to be on that cruise, bro. And, um, oh, that, man, that man, th- that man, that man, Will run around, like, with one of those Walmart championship belts, man. That's what he <laughs> yeah. looks I promise you, he and the Tom he the real champion. Like, nigga, no, you ain't, man. <laughs> put it to bed. Please put it to bed. Stop harassing us, bro. Please. Dude, now, I, hope, I, hope, I hope Gato don't do Shingo wrong at Wrestle Kingdom. That's all please. I'm going to say. I hope, please, please let Shingo be. Just let. He can, Shingo can lose to Okada. Please let Shingo be Osprey in a big match once. Just one time. That's all I ask. He deserves it. He's nigga been, he been, he been making the belt matter. Nobody else cared about that belt. They hate the belt. Shingo got it. I was like, okay, this is a cool new belt. Shingo makes it matter. Please, Gato. If you ever hear me, nigga, I'm begging you. Gato, I know you're listening. You've already ruined your top title by changing how it looks. Don't ruin this, bro. Don't don't do Shingo. Give the belt to Okada. Oh. 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 
I mean, either or is fine. I feel like if you give it to Okada, I'm not saying Shingo wouldn't be like fucking world class, world class box office. But I'm saying Okada is a worldwide fucking or world. He's fucking. He's a world beater. World class. He, he everyone knows him around the world over. I'm putting him over right now. As you should. But as one as the world as the world's coming back from this, you're gonna want to want to you you eh, you would want Okada. On the marquee in in London or in fucking England, fucking Mexico, fucking United States as the champion. So I feel like Okada should be the champion. Yeah, and I'm just really excited for it's it's that time of year for New Japan. Really, it's just it's that time of year, and I'm super excited for for everything that's coming up for them, and I and I can't wait for it. Um, and with that, we can go into our final words. We've got about a minute left here, so uh, Todd, you finna go ahead and start first. Here, anything you wanna, last words you want, you want said? I I just want to say that Cody Rhodes, you're my favorite Mick Carter. Let's keep it that way. <laughs> uh, Jose? Let's keep it that way. Jose, uh, anything you wanna add? Can't we just all get along, bro? You're 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 in the same company. I'm talking I'm, I'm talking to I'm talking to Charlotte <laughs> and I'm talking to Becky. Can't we all just get along? I agree. And and uh, I love you, Braves. Thank you for, for going to the World Series. All right, uh, all right man. Please God. beat the Astros. Please quit talking Please. about baseball in my ear. All right. <laughs> Five six six. Uh, your your your, your final right. your final statement. Greg Hamilton is a lame ass nigga for what he tried to pull on West Side. Oh, right. I completely forgot why? about that. Like, Did, why? Greg Greg Hamilton is very lame for what he tried to do. <laughs> No, like the West Side Gun shouts out many wrestlers. He's a big, he's a rapper that supports wrestling. He's shouted out Kenny Omega, shouted out the Lucha Brothers, shouted out Ric Flair. He shouted out all these people. Greg Hamilton is the one that comes out and then makes a complaint. Nigga, we don't care about you. Greg, Greg, Hamilton. Greg, Greg Hamilton is a very great ring announcer, man. But that was the most corny because like he just wrote it. He wrote it like a fourteen-year-old teenager of like. With the emojis out of like, oh, you see you lame ass when I sue you for every penny that you have. It was corny, man. Like, bro, grow up, bro. But, um, yeah, Greg Hamilton do better, man. It wasn't even that serious, bro. How old is Greg Hamilton? Like, 52, bro. Back to age. Um, but yeah, support black uh-huh. wrestling. Support women's wrestling. Uh-huh. And Popeye's is good food. Got some good chicken there. So go eat some Got the new Megan the Stallion. Yes, that is I, for true. Won't won't see me having it though on the real. <laughs> and, <laughs> and on that note, on behalf of everyone else, thank you for listening. All of our social medias will be in the de- the description. They, um, Cody Rhodes, brother, you you are a motherfucking superstar. Okay, and I'm gonna end man. it like this. Boom.